what I want is to train kids to use karate not for war, but to better themselves. And I wish Daniel would see that instead of sending his man to rough up my potential hires. I'm sorry, he did what now? Hey guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And joining me on another episode review, as always, is Watch Party. How you doing, sir? I am great. Happy to be here to uh, do episode four here. How are you, Peter? I am doing pretty good. I know a lot of people have been waiting for this one. Uh, you know, life gets in the way, and now you are kind of seeing uh, firsthand here, like why I guess it took me and Brianna, you know, sometime. Uh, forever to put out an episode right it happens it happens sometimes uh stuff uh just gets taken away and you don't know and then you gotta <laughs> yeah <laughs> delay. take it away right out of your driveway <laughs> right yeah. out of the driveway boom boom <laughs> there we go uh so apparently um uh Sayagua, you know has, is, is stealing people's cars out of, out of their driveways oh, yeah yeah if and, i ever uh, find I, that guy <laughs> if he's ever on this podcast right exactly Uh, and i went to mexico looking uh, looking for hector de salazar uh if if anyone you know no no unfortunately did did you did you see that i went live at all on instagram uh i never saw you live no yeah i i never saved them just because you know like it was just me walking the streets and it was the eve of halloween and also halloween night and Mm -hmm. boy do the uh, mexicans know how to party so i was in mexico for those that uh we're, we're wondering. We did take a, a vacay, the wife and I, no kids, uh, second time this year, second time in 11 years, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And I went live a few times just showing like some of the stores that they had. <laughs> there was this one like dessert place that was called uh, I Don't Give a Dick or something like that. And it's a, it's a waffle shaped penis, uh, you know, with all the toppings and stuff. And they had a, mm. a vagina um, popsicle. <laughs> Very creative. And if you were yeah. in England, uh, they have spotted dick. It's a popular uh, oh, treat there. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, maybe Sayagua knows that. Yeah, maybe perhaps. he is. <laughs> uh, there was another place called uh, uh, Fucking Churro, uh, which, which is um, another lovely name. So, uh, yeah. I wonder definitely... if these places were written by the big three, aren't they? Maybe I was walking down the uh, the aisles of uh, places inspired by like the big three's projects, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of penis related stuff. A- absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it was definitely attention grabbing. The the I don't give a dick place. Like we didn't really care for this. Like the popsicle wasn't even like it was strawberry, but it wasn't touch and go or touch and grab. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> touch you know, and grab. I mean, okay, you, yeah, you can touch and grab. Okay, but, um, so you had the waffles. Yeah. Was yeah, it crispy it or soft? Was it a soft dick? Yeah, it was, it was a soft c- dick c- waffle. Def- soft. Definitely wasn't lip. It was not a lip dick <laughs> for sure. Uh, but but after getting some of the the white stuff, the um, what was it called? The frosting. That's whipped it. Cream. Uh, yeah, whipped <laughs> yeah. cream. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That that softened. 
the the dick a little bit and made a little limp at that point. Um, but it was it, we wouldn't go back again. I don't think anybody really enjoyed it. It was you know it was fun to get it and take pictures and stuff. But it was oh, like try yeah. everything once, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, so sometimes you just you just want to try a piece of dick. Um, but uh, what else has ha- happened? You know, um, one of our leads, Mr. Ralph Macho, put out his memoirs. I'm not sure. If we had mentioned that on the last recording, but um, well, we were in, we were talking about like the book tour and stuff that it was, was coming up, up, right? To, yeah, that's right. So uh, it was an instant uh, New New York Times bestseller. Uh, he also celebrated a birthday around this time, so congrats to him. Uh, if you guys uh, hadn't checked it out yet, we did put out an episode um, just recapping our evening, you know, going to the book tour uh, with the special guest Yuji Okamoto, uh, meeting some new friends and going back to Kona Kitchen and just having a really good time. So, um, yeah, I did. If, if yeah. you guys haven't had it, uh, what part have you checked out the book? Uh, the book, I, I saw it at Barnes & Noble. I did. I, I don't own it, but I, I did open it and just briefly like thumb through like reading about his audition process like driving up there in new york or something so i i did see it some of it yeah yeah it's it's, it's also an audible for those that uh you know don't really have the time to read like myself like i i have the book and i was just like man i, I don't know if i'll have time to read it before the event and shout out to marvin one of the companion moderators he's like yeah i already finished it we're like huh he's like yeah it's on audible i was like Wow, Audible. Yeah, I, I forgot that's the thing. And he's like, yeah, it's also narrated by Ralph himself. So, yeah, I was able to get like two listenings in uh, before the event. And so, um, you know, got to talk to Ralph a little bit about one of the parts I just really appreciated him mentioning, uh, just a little bit of honesty from his part there. So I'll leave it at that because I think that's a pretty good tease for you guys to go check out the book. Uh, I mean, New York's bestseller, you know, you can't top that. But, um, I think that's pretty much it in, in terms of bookkeeping. I know there was the Rhode Island Comic Con. Uh, some some of our friends uh, got to see you know the cast, including Ralph and Billy again. Uh, I believe Paul Walter Hauser was also there, along with Elizabeth Shue. So uh, a rare instance, you got to see those three um, specifically: Elizabeth Shue, uh, 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 Ralph and Billy. Yeah, that's a great lineup. Did you ever watch Adventures in Babysitting? No, I did not. Okay, okay. That, that, that I was wasn't one a of my teen j- girl. I didn't see it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Neither was I. But I was. That, that was one of my movies. I mean, that that's the one that um, you know how like everyone crushed on Elizabeth Shue because of like uh you know Allie with an eye from Crowded Kid. For for me, it was uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, I I think that's when I had a crush on Elizabeth Shue. Wasn't she oh. also in Back to the Future too? She was in Back to the Future 2, two and, three. and 3. But yes. not from that? Those are your not favorite movies. Not from the movies. first movie. Yeah, they are, but uh, she's not my Jennifer Parker. Yeah, oh, kind of weird, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, the funny thing is she would be Chris Parker from Adventures in Babysitting. So wrong wrong Parker. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this Claudia Wells, she was the OG. So she came first. So she's always going to be uh, Jessica Parker. Uh, Jessica Parker. <laughs> Jesus. Um Oh, Jennifer Parker there. Jennifer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so she's going to be the Jennifer Parker for me. Uh, and Elizabeth Shue, she was fine. You know, it's just mm-hmm. that when they made those sequels, they had um, they had no intentions on making sequels after the first movie. Obviously, and so the yeah. whole, yeah, bringing Jennifer Parker on in the car, they wish they hadn't done that if they knew they were going to be making the sequels. At least that's what I feel Robert Zemeckis has said. So just like 
Elizabeth Shue from the first Karate Kid movie kind of like, gets written off a little bit in, in those sequels. She doesn't have a whole lot to do. Uh, but anyway, you know, so, so she was there. So maybe she'll be possibly making the rounds in other places. So keep an eye out and any announcements will be sure to, uh, uh, you know, announce them here. Anything else you could think of uh, worth mentioning? Any new releases, uh, films or anything people are in? Uh, oh, yeah. Weird Al. Hello. Oh, Weird Al. Weird, just, yeah. We yeah. were just talking. So, yeah. yeah, we were just talking about this pre-recording. And I was like, hey, let's just save it for the pod. But I had told you to check this out. And my, like, I haven't even checked it out yet. Um, mm-hmm. I've been watching this other show. It's not a high recommend for me. I won't bring it up because there's nobody related to Cobra Kai. But uh, Weird Al, uh, uh, it's called Weird. It's on the Roku channel. And its connection is uh, it's also composed by uh, uh, Zach... Robinson and Leo Birnberg, but also uh, the sound mixed by Phil McGowan, who I've also interviewed. He's a sound editor. So three of those guys worked on Weird, who also worked on Cobra Kai. Yeah, that's a great connection. Um, uh, really great uh, that you mentioned it. I had heard of it, but was it you know it wasn't like really on my radar at all. But I watched it this past weekend. Uh, it is a great movie. Great movie. Um, kind of unexpected. In what I really liked about it is going in not knowing anything like i i know weird al like i know weird al like and i've you know read articles a little bit like just in the back of my head but like not knowing anything about this specific movie i think made it a lot better um you know because it's been a long time since i've seen a movie without like seeing the trailer and knowing everything or whatever so right. um so that that was fun uh i do i do recommend it uh so, if, well- if you have the roku channel like Right. Yeah, you, you might be able to just even go on the website. So tr- so try that. Try going on the website or even downloading the app uh, because I feel it's free. Um, now, without giving anything away, I, I tell me if this is true. I heard that it's kind of kind of a parody of his life to kind of like a well, play on to, like what he does. To be clear, the the movie opens with Re- Weird Al himself, not. Not uh, Dan Ratcliffe is actually yeah. the, the actor who plays him, but but no, it's it's real weird. Al, he's like, thank you for watching the movie. This is a you know a biopic, a, a completely true story of my life. Um, so obviously, you know, Weird Al wouldn't say something that's not true, right? So- <laughs> right. So it's a oh. it's a completely true story of his life. Obviously, okay. it's like war. I mean, I think sometimes maybe it was actual footage. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You, you're. Um, I am picking up what you are putting down. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. So expect some fun now. Um, because because we uh, have the the same composers with this film. Um, did you get any like uh, Cobra Kai feels, or was this like? Did, if if I told you after you watched the film, would you have been surprised to find out it was Zach and Leo, or um, is that or is there fingerprints all over it? No, I probably would have been surprised. Um, mm, there okay. is wow. an action scene, uh, but it's not a Cobra Kai-esque action scene. It's more of an okay. obliterated action scene. So, oh, so okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, Weird Al has had a, an eventful life, but uh, there is an action scene, but it's like, yeah, it's different. Um, and especially like on, on like a first pass for music, I'm probably not going to pick up on something like that like mm, oh okay. there's subtle undertones and in, in musical similarities and <laughs> in, in that third minor chord you know like the way they i'm mean, like i'm not going to pick up on that like uh fair enough so, but um i like that but the, uh, i like that but the music is good obviously it's a it's a music based movie you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So oh, uh, interesting, it is interesting concept. Well yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and we'll and we'll tease it now. Uh, there will a uh, there there will be a review of sorts um, in the works for that film because of that connection as a mm-hmm. bonus episode. So there you go. Uh, and and also you know, to to keep me honest uh, as a host of this podcast here, um, I just wanted to put out that I had already started the outline of uh, note taking for the next episode um, because of uh, you know this this little um, I don't know intermission that we had taken from uh, between episodes three and four because you know I, I had put it out that I was going to put these out in a more timely manner but you know for those long term listeners of the show also will remember that I have uh, mentioned many a times that during the. F- you know, I guess late fall, early winter, this is when it gets really, really difficult at work for me. And, you know, my days are so long. I, I think, I think since the, the last time we did an episode review, I've already had like two nights past 10, 10 PM that I've gotten off. Uh, anyone listened to that, um, that, uh, C- Seattle recap episode and mentions towards the end, she's like, I, I had no idea until that night, you know, when we were driving back to Kona Kitchen, we drove by a mail carrier that was still out, uh, and it was, you know, after 10. And I told her, I go, yeah, no, we, we're out delivering until until we're all done, until all the mail's gone. You know, we make every attempt uh, unless weather permit uh, prohibits it. You know, um, car keep breaking down, chains falling off, things of that nature. Then the management would have to make some sort of, like, executive decision. All right, bring back the mail. We'll try again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, we will make every attempt. So um, there are seasonal differences in the amount of mail that gets sent. Absolutely. I've yeah. never. Wow. You just learned something. You learned so much from this podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, like holidays, right? Like people yeah. people holidays, still send yeah. Yeah, cards. Like, you know, it's, imagine that. <laughs> more seasonal differences. Wow. wow. <laughs> you know, like there's positions, you know, that are seasonal. Uh, I, I feel right. there's a reason for those. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I do like um, doing this. I, I have fun, you know, with, with you watch party. And so like mm-hmm. it, it uh, helps me forget uh, about work sometimes. And so, you know, um, just putting it out there into the internet. So that way everyone can keep me honest. Be like, Hey, where's that episode five? You know, it's been like three weeks. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. Hopefully it will be that. Yeah. 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 All right, so let's get into this episode. Again, this is episode four of season five titled Downward Spiral. Um, yeah, I thank you. I, I like that. You, 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 a couple of guys, you guys like that? You know, we got sound effects too. Yeah, but anyway, this one is directed by uh, Steve Pink, uh, who also directed Hot Tub Time Machine, um, which also had uh, Billy and Dora uh, Baird. You know, as a couple right. there, so so that's a, a little nice reunion for those three. Uh, and this one was written by newcomer um, uh, Ashley Darnell, nice and she, yeah, she actually has a little cameo herself in here. I don't know if I told you that. Um, I I knew. Yeah, you had mentioned it somewhere. Okay. Maybe you tweeted okay. it. When I saw it, Steve uh, Pink, my first thought was, isn't he in Reservoir Dogs? But uh, yeah, Mr. Pink. Mr. Uh, Pink. That, that might just be Mr. Pink. I, I feel I'm not sure. Mm. Um, I wonder but... if he goes by Mr. Pink. Like I was going to be a teacher, <laughs> but I didn't want people calling me Mr. Pink. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be funny. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see here. I know it's it was a while ago we were supposed to do this. So I got to find Amy's uh, synopsis. Um, 
Carmen gets her own Top Gun dream sequence, complete with plenty of homoerotic volleyball and a little bit of wholesome family life. When she tells Johnny about it, it's the latter that shakes him into realizing that he needs to find an actual source of income. Shannon guides him uh, towards the gig economy, and tech town nerd Dimitri helps him secure a newish phone, and he becomes an Uber driver. He's predictably bad at it, uh, but sticks with it. After a chance delivery to the pawn shop, Lyle gives him some excellent life advice, and he's inspired to ask Shannon if Robbie can spend the summer with him instead of off-screen at her parents' house. Um, over at the neighborhood water park, almost every child involved in the karate feud has gathered for fun times. Everything is going well until Eli sees the Cobra Kai's bullying Anthony and steps in. As things escalate, Tori draws a line, and they declare an afternoon ceasefire. All Robbie wants to... All Robbie wants is to convince Tori that Cobra Kai is bad news and that while he trusts her to take care of herself, he wants to save Kenny. Uh, after yet another fight, they decide to solve their problems in the most kid-friendly way possible, a water slide race. <laughs> Cobra Kai wins, but Miyagi Fang never stood a chance. Kenny sabotaged Eli's float. The lifeguard, sick of all their shit, kicks everyone out of the park. Mm-hmm. I feel this is the first time she drops a, uh, a bad word in the synopsis, I think? Question mark. Um, as far no. as person, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. They uh. just, you know, sick of their all this shit. Eh, maybe not. Uh, somebody will correct me. As far as personal relationships go, Tori and Robbie are now history as long as she stays with Cobra Kai. And Miguel and Robbie are no closer to a truce than they were the last time they fought by a pool. In Daniel's world, things are going from bad to worse. He's on edge because of the arson, something Amanda is seemingly unaware of. He's promised her an afternoon free of the karate war so they can schmooze with other rich people at a charity auction for an organization uh, she dreams of sitting on the board of. They immediately run into Terry Silver, who is conveniently hosting the event at his home. Amanda, forgetting that warfare uh, can be psychological as well as physical, tells Daniel that Terry would never do anything in public and to settle down. Which means that, of course, Terry spends the entire day setting up situations designed to make Daniel look insane. After a few hours of gaslighting, he succeeds in humiliating uh, Daniel, all but ensuing ensuring that Amanda is blackballed from the board and driving a wedge between the LaRussos. As a result, Amanda takes the kids out of town to get some space from the crazy, uh, and Daniel and Chosen are left to figure out how to keep things from getting worse than they already are. Uh, thanks, Amy, for that. Yeah, very mm-hmm. detailed in that one. Uh, and that's going to help me, too. Well, so, <laughs> in my notes. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's uh, kick it off with this uh, first sequence. Uh, uh, Carmen, yes, has her very own dream se- sequence this mm-hmm. time around. We got Kenny Loggins uh, playing with the boys. And um, so your thoughts on the sequence? Uh, a lot different from Johnny's, apparently. Um. Well, yeah, definitely a lot different. It's, it's, it's from Carmen's. It's from Carmen's point of view. Right, right. Um, but but that's that's what I really like about it, because I think, like, um, there's a there's a few things they're they're doing to kind of like establish like a, a similarity or connection between Johnny and Carmen. Like, like I, for as much as like they've been together, like I feel like so much of the relationship was always, was actually about Miguel, not necessarily them. So it's like, well, what do they see in each other? And like, in like last episode, we had the, uh, the, where he's got the music and, you know, you play it on her belly and she's like Metallica. Yeah, yeah for right. sure. And so it, like there was that. And then this, so like you see these similarities between them and why they can vibe as a couple. Um, so that's, that's like one of the things, like the deeper things that I like about it, as far as like the, the whole sequence itself, like it's, it's, you know, it's crazy and fun. And 
um you know she likes top gun and so i i think the whole thing is great um i loved everything oh sure yeah yeah uh the i feel the picture of um johnny as maverick was was something they did not want out right like we we uh, it wasn't part of the those initial pictures and um it just kind of circulated it it was in there someone had it i don't i don't well i don't i don't remember the specifics Um, right It, it wasn't available in our um in, in in the Netflix media center thing oh. that I that I have access to, it wasn't there, and so was when it, that was, oh, it might have been like, was it like an exclusive to Variety or something? Like maybe, oh, maybe it was. Or, okay, maybe it wasn't exclusive to one of the other. other yeah, places. I think that makes maybe more sense. that was that was it, like something like that. Because um, I I feel like you know uh, many of the cast weren't sharing that one specifically. You know, yeah, but I, I mean, think they were just sharing what the the, the official account shared. It makes and, sense. And if like Variety or or whoever it was had that was given some exclusive one, um, okay, that, that might have been it. All right, that's fair. Uh, so we did get a huge Easter egg that uh, has not yet been uh, discussed. Uh, I mean, maybe there's nothing to discuss, but in the DS's home, Carmen walks by a. Uh, Doc Brown's flux capacitor drawing from 1955 on the wall. Oh, right, right. Randomly hanging on the wall. I mean, hello. So actually, I pulled it up. It looks like it's a whiteboard and it's drawn on there. Well, then whoever drew it did a really damn good job because I I did a side by side. I I, I found the image online and and added it to the the graphic. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, they they did a really good job at, at creating that. It could have been a whiteboard and maybe like a print over it. I I, I don't know. Um, wish you know that would be a question I can possibly say for TB three in the event I, I get to speak uh, speak yeah. with them. I remember um, you you mentioned it to Vanessa Rubio. Yeah, she did. Yeah, uh, did she was like, yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> uh, but but also, um, what do we call it? I don't know. In that interview, I did mention like, oh, you know, maybe it's uh, you know, a glimpse at their actual future. Maybe, maybe that's why the <laughs> flux capacitor is there. But just, uh, I, I do remember mentioning it in my um, season five recap with Fred. I believe it's it's where I mentioned it. You know, that with Kristen Baldwin, I said. I'm pretty sure at some point I saw a flux capacitor. It was a drawing of something. It was just one of those. I, I think it was on the TV. I didn't have like the remote next to me to like freeze mm-hmm. it. I'll go, you know, I was just like, oh, well, I'm sure I'll go back and find it. And I never did um, again until this this time around um, when we started, you know, taking the notes for, for this episode. But uh, some of the other things that I really like, um, we there, there's a mention in dialogue later on, but we don't see it in the sequence. But Vanessa mentions it in their interview. But uh, there's a part where they purchase a home and Johnny removes like the for sale sign the for out of the yard. Sign. Yeah, yeah, because he mentions the yard later on. So maybe that was taken out. I don't remember if she says it was filmed or not, but I know that was scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it was filmed and taken out, maybe it was just like they thought it was redundant to to show it and then like have it mentioned again. Um, it's it's not as it's not as like an action of a shot like yeah. pulling a sign up <laughs> like that's probably that's what it was yeah that, that, that could be um let's see and we we get to see a glimpse of a real baby so that's cool they're not taking the um clint eastwood route with uh what was that Amer- was it american sniper <laughs> that a fake baby bradley cooper's like shaking a, uh, a fake baby um but uh anyway i tried to ask him vanessa who that baby was and she didn't know so 
It was the baby they handed me. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that was. Uh, I guess Johnny's the one carrying it, right? So he's. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we cut to the LaRusso's home. Uh, Daniel and Chosen are deciding their next course of action after hearing about Bourne's store burning down. Uh, He mentions that Barnes may not know that it was silver. And I guess they didn't exchange phone numbers or anything like that. But if I were Daniel, I'd be a little curious to, you know, like if he doesn't think it's silver, who does he think? I mean, Daniel, you just literally walked into his life after like 30 some odd years. Yeah. And he even said at the end of last episode, uh, well, I guess silver told Daniel, I'm going to take care of my friend here or whatever. Right. Like, yes. like implying almost certainly, you know, Barnes, but I guess Barnes doesn't know that. That's why he's right. like, Barnes doesn't know, um, which was like the first time you're watching it. You're like disappointed. No, don't go town. Like we want more by Barnes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he leaves like during the insurance investigations. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know anything about that life, but I feel the insurance investigation might want you around as well to question you about things. But where do you think Barnes took off? Did he go chase after his wife? Do you think that's what it was? Because we're going to find that out later, obviously. Well, I was going to say, was it uh, was it Sean Kanan shooting another movie or something? Like, oh yeah, down, I, mean, down he, and down. I was going to say, like wherever he was, like shooting a movie. But uh, oh sure, uh, but uh, where? Yeah. Okay, in show, where was where in was show, Mike Barnes? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, like I can see. Um, yeah, took off with his wife. Maybe they have a, like another home or something. Um, like like your your store burns down. Like I need to get out and get get away for a while. You know the cabin in the woods or whatever. Yeah, but but we find out that you know like she leaves them or something, right? Like yeah. you, you don't think that maybe she was just like I don't know what just happened and this is my father's store who's passed away. You know and kind of blames him for whatever. It's coming from his past. I don't know. I, I'm yeah, just trying to. Yeah, I. You know. I mean, obviously, you know, if we're just trying to like fill in the gaps. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, um, like I would think, like, you know, since this is like a day or two later, we don't quite know the time pass. At least a week later, you know, like it's maybe like she hasn't quite left yet, but like they're going through this struggles where like they were, you know triple leveraged or whatever and, and mm. you know looking at the numbers and they're trying to get away and so like that's that's what's going on right now maybe she hasn't left them yet but yeah, it's yeah. like she's she, every day it's getting closer and closer and that's why he said let's just take off let's try and get our minds off yeah, um, yeah. you know and and you know and i'm sure some great fan fiction writers can fill in that Ooh, even more <laughs> didn't even think about that we should you know i should start goggling a little bit and see if i can yeah. find that you know you guys I'm, I'm sorry but it might get annoying i i feel like i'm saying goggle more like when i'm you like, are you know yeah <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you caught a tweet earlier didn't yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh let's see here okay so uh, yep let's oh see. I, I i made yeah. a note uh when when chosen's looking at either at the beginning of the sequence, they're looking at the the surveillance footage. Uh, it's actually reused footage from three oh six. Oh, the the when, King when, Cobra. When, yeah, when when Crease <laughs> calls them, it's it's literally yeah. the same shot on the computer. I was screen. wondering, like I, I didn't I didn't think it was that episode, but I was like, this looks familiar. They're like you, you know, yeah. I was just like, oh, it's the Larusso. They've done. Yeah. They've reused footage. They reused footage from West Valley High. In back-to-back oh, okay. seasons before, but uh, yeah, that's that's something else. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, so speaking of, I did uh, my note here is uh, chosen is a uh, walking one man sec four, which you know short for um, security force. So mm-hmm. uh, Amanda walks in and literally everyone's mouth drops. I feel. I mean, mine was, but um, I think this was the uh, the dress that Frank teased in my last interview with him. Um, you, you know, mentioned something about something Amanda wears and doesn't want to say anything about it. I'm like, okay, we'll keep an eye out for it. This must be it. I, I don't remember the tease, but it is definitely a, a very good dress. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice dress. Um, I, I feel it. Uh, it, you know, it, it. Uh, I, I don't know the expression I'm going for. Like I was gonna say, like it, 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 it works for her. Yeah, she walks into the, the features. Room. You know, she walks in the room. She wows stops, the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, all of that. All heads. of that. <laughs> turns heads. That's the one that I was looking for. There, so there you we go. go. There yeah. You go. Uh, Chosen assures Daniel no attacks on his watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Daniel actually gives him the day off, um, which I, I I feel. I mean, he doesn't have to go with Daniel. He could still kind of just keep an eye on surveillance. But yeah, he yeah, says he, you have the day off, but then keep an eye on the dealership in the home. Well, what the heck it. is a day off? <laughs> <laughs> just not being his bodyguard, I guess you know. Yeah. Like- uh, but uh, so so that's it. There, uh, we're at Johnny's apartment, and he's on the phone with a scam. Uh, apparently, he got the number off of a telephone pole, which is, you know, sus, but uh, luckily he doesn't give out his bank routing number when asked because he doesn't know what it, uh, what it is. It, yeah. But, but he, he always gives his social security number until there's a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's uh, it's Shannon. She's there to pick up Robbie, and while grabbing his stuff, she, uh, she deduces that he knocked up Carmen, which I thought was, uh, this is just a really great sequence for the two. Um, I just... <laughs> I need more Shannon. Like I feel Shannon should be, uh, should have a bigger role. And so um, I think this is just one of those sequences that, that was part of my one word uh, uh, description of the, of the season maturation. Right. So they finally matured in their own relationship too. They are actually having a, a regular conversation without being signed with each other. Really? I mean, not too. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I mean Shannon's just one of those characters that like as the show has just gotten bigger, um, we've gotten less of her, you know. So that's right. uh it's just one of those um unfortunate parts. This it is, is yeah. This is uh, the one thing I wanted to to that I didn't know about Shannon because when he okay. talks about it, um yeah, okay, this is a yeah, summer summer my parents' cabin in Bainbridge Island. Are are we to take this Shannon is like from a super wealthy family? Like that that was kind of like almost like, oh, I didn't know. Like I did not think about that, but when you mentioned cabin, immediately I started thinking of like skiing and then like hot tub time machine. <laughs> you know, like maybe, maybe yeah. there was like a, some sort of like really deep inside you know, a uh, bit of a reach cut there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it could be, you know, maybe. maybe. I guess like, is it like she's from a hmm. super rich family, but like, obviously she lived, you know, like their, their rent when their, their power went out in episode two or season two. Right? right. Like Robbie couldn't live. Like, could he not call his grandparents, Um, you know, maybe, his, from his yeah. mom's side and be like, mom left and like i don't have any money like i feel like it's like kind of like this weird like that's weird or she's fo- maybe she was formerly estranged hello what's the, did i say that word yeah, right estranged it's, yeah strange yeah. yeah like from from them yeah. and but after rehab maybe she's back with them but even still with the grandparents mm. let robbie 
stay there like in that that apartment with no power like yeah, the whole I, thing I wonder, like it's like kind of yeah. like a, a question to me like wow, it's, it's, it's a good question actually let's, let's think about this a little bit i mean mm-hmm. uh, as, as you were speaking i'm, I'm kind of thinking like a a worse um version than like ali's parents you know who looked at daniel as like this kid on the other side of the tracks uh you know mm-hmm. who doesn't come from money so their classes right so so maybe uh they kind of frowned upon her uh, uh living life lifestyle even uh right that maybe she had, had a yeah, kid with johnny had, they were never johnny, married exactly right. and so you know, and so yeah. maybe they do not you know, they you know, they kind of shunned her and and never really got to know their grandchild. Like, and, and, yeah, and she shunned them in return. And yeah. so, you know, Robbie, I guess, never knew them. I guess, um, which you know, it, Gosh. frankly, makes it even sadder for Robbie. It does. Like, no, it's, it's, I was about to say that too. Yeah, it's, it's actually more sad, but also it kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense when. when Maybe it does. You you tell me. So like later, I'm jumping ahead. Johnny says, "Hey, I I I want him for the summer." You know, mm-hmm. and so like right, that was yeah. a chance for Robbie to quote unquote reconnect with his grandparents that we're thinking maybe you know that uh, he's not tight with. And so, do you think uh, Shannon's just like, "Hey, you know what? Actually, I like this better for you guys." You you know, is, right. is that our line of thinking? I I guess yeah because I actually have a note for for that scene as well. Well, okay. why did okay, Robbie? We'll okay. Yeah, why is Robbie so? Yeah, well, maybe we'll address that when we get to it. But okay. but at yeah. this point, yeah, apparently, you know, Sh- Shannon's parents own a cabin on Bainbridge Island. I don't know. So that that like Robbie was welcome to for the summer. So yeah, yeah, maybe maybe they they were just never really around. You know, and then yeah. she was kind of living life reckless, recklessly, uh, yeah. and just never had a chance to, you know, connect with her parents. You know, mm-hmm. in a way for Robbie to meet. That that could be it. Um, let's see. She, uh, you know, like like Amy mentioned, um, she kind of gives him the idea of how to make some money and, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you know, some, suggest ride share. So we go to the Splasharama water adventure. We mm-hmm. get a slow panty shot of Yasmin from her feet to her face. Um, does that remind you of that Snickers commercial from back in the day with the OO song? I, I feel like that's I, what it's missing. <laughs> I, I, I do remember commercials. I don't remember this commercial. Um, yeah. I do know if you look at, at her feet, not other okay. parts, if you look at her right. feet there, you can see the bracelet. Um, and uh, it even has some ah. charms hanging on it uh, at the bottom. A lot so, of charms. Um, at least some. I don't know. Not yeah. quite so heavy. She can't lift it. But uh, right, right, right. So, so I don't so know. Dimitri was um kind of talking a good game. They're talking about how he's bought her like all these charms from all their fights. So probably not too many fights. Just kind of just a few there. Yeah, or this I is just, what uh, doesn't fit on the one on for her wrist, and now she had to transfer them to, that's fair. to an ankle oh, wow. bracelet. Well, there <laughs> like you go. Yeah, so I, I was just, you know, I guess I didn't want to be, you know, called it Quentin Tarantino or anything talking about her feet, but I had even considered just taking that little sequence and adding the OO song and saying, seeing if anyone kind of remembers. Oh the my goodness, commercial. I have, no. I have a short on that uh, for House of the Dragon. Let me oh. tell you something. There's a scene yes. in House of the Dragon of okay. foot fetish, and it's very oh. HBO. Oh yeah, not necessarily. It's 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 an HBO type. You talking scene. about like sucking, like toe sucking or something? Or no, 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 no. It's it's uh, uh, um, HBO so. sensually on display. Let's put it like that. Sensually okay. display of feet. Um, ah. it's 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 yeah. If you're into the Game of Thrones, House of Dragon, 
Um, like there, there there's be. a scene in episode nine about that. And it, I, yes. And I actually made a short with that exact song with the, Funny. With the clips of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I will have to wait and see that after I watch the show then. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So there you go. You got some speed. Um, Without the yeah the old song, uh, Anthony staring and is caught by Sam. I thought that was actually pretty funny. Uh, l- little little comedic acting from uh, Griffin mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, S- Sam, I guess, seems to have uh, been in a pretty good mood without her mind on a lot of things, uh, including karate. Uh, but then Eli and Miguel shows up, and Moon had forgotten to tell her. Yeah, which which gives us to the. The whole question, how did everyone end up here at the same time, which was never really explained. It was like something before the season people were wondering and and that it's just literally never explained like how everyone and both dojos ended up here. Um, you, do, uh, but, I wonder if there was like a, some sort of group chat, you know, that, that a lot of people had notifications on because it's like, oh, great. Now, now you added them, you know, uh, that kind of thing. And people just stopped looking, but, it, but people yeah. were still talking. Like, yeah. hey, water park, I liked, but they didn't I liked the theory that Moon invited everyone, but um, it doesn't quite work scene. out. Yeah. No? Okay. Uh, let's see. There was no celebration of sorts. Um, first day? First day it opened, perhaps, and everybody decides to go? Does that make the most sense? I don't, I don't know if it's like first day, but just just uh, let's summer kick back. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we don't have one too near, uh, too close to us. So um, there is a was it called Wild Waves up in uh, up in near Tacoma, mm-hmm. not too far from Seattle. That's where we usually go, but we'll go maybe like once a summer, you know, because it's quite a trip to take a bunch of kids and you know they'll get a little anxious riding in the car and whatnot but i do wonder the locals up there how often do they go Mm -hmm. uh when that's open so you guys tell us you know do you guys go often if if you guys live near a water park uh the water park it does kind of remind me of the uh bill and ted's well what is that the waterloo the Waterloo sequence a little bit, you know. That's that's all we're missing is a little Napoleon mm-hmm. cutting in front of all the cobras to go down the slide first. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, a little bit of cringe uh, interaction here between Sam and Miguel, and mm-hmm. I believe Yaz is kind of all of us, but she questions if she's alive or if she died, and this is her personal hell. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, this is now like the end of sam finding herself because now <laughs> she's that that whole like plot line because now miguel is right there and and i was thinking like do you think it like would be appropriate to miguel since theoretically she broke him because she needed some time to herself like should he have just been like oh i'm gonna go sit with you know mitch and bert or something you know like like should he have found something else like Instead of like going to sit right next to her when theoretically she did like, even though we know like maybe they're meant for each other, like theoretically right. she, she did break up with him telling him I need some space. Like, isn't, wasn't that her line in the last episode? And then now yes. he just goes and sits next to her. Like, right. I, I agree with you. He probably should not have asked that. <laughs> um, I don't know if he saw any of the other dojo members there yet. You know, maybe it's just like, That's hey, uh, you know, Eli to him is like, hey, you know, Miguel, you want to go to the water park? Maybe he says there's going to be a few of us there. It doesn't say who mm-hmm. all exactly. I'm not sure. Cause it, but 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 Eli would have known, right, that they had broken up. And 
probably would have yeah known. we assume at this point everyone knows right, right? like yeah yeah so 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 he should have known sam there's a good chance sam would be there so i guess miguel knew and mm-hmm. and was not respecting your space a, yeah yeah I, I mean i don't want to say it but i feel that's kind of what's going on here right I, and, how, and that's however, why like in it my my idea is i think that the whole thing you know, now that I've talked about this for three episodes, like the whole thing would work if if this breakup hadn't happened yet, and like they were still right. together. So, like, if you, I think, like, if you think of it as like they're still together at this point, like it it would work better. Right. Like that's 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 like the watch parties slowly restructuring of the whole of the early part of the season to get a third Mexico episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But, um, my my thing is like. I do wonder if, yeah, if they could have had the breakup here, you know, would that have been better? You know, but it also parallels, you know, Tori and Robbie's breakup as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, yeah. I'll jump in where I think it should happen. But, um, but, um, yeah. So that's that. Oh, I also had a note, like, I, because I feel like there's a touch of Yaz, um, in her old mean girl self when she was talking about Anthony. At the beginning, okay. she's like, "Oh, when he, he starts school, oh, yeah. let's let's torture." Like, like it's it, that's a little classic, yes, that we yeah. actually haven't seen since like season one. So, um, oh yeah, Did which we, I kind of like. It looks there. good on yeah, her, yeah. so to speak. Right, right. I mean, that's that's what we we were introduced to her as, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So, uh, and and uh, I I feel we got kind of a, a classic Kyler, which I don't feel necessarily left, but there's a there's a I I have a note somewhere where um. I, I'm sure I'll, we'll we'll get to it because I I definitely typed it up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, Robbie calls Tori over and hopes that she'll take a break from Cobra Kai like he did, uh, but she's not having it. She's a big girl and she can make her own decisions. She says, uh, and changes the subject and invites him to go check out the typhoon, which you know, yeah, is water related, but uh, also in my head canon, uh, a little nod to Karate Kid Two where we got a typhoon at the end. Wow, good catch. Yeah. yeah. Or or a reach. <laughs> yeah, uh, good, good catch or reach. Yeah, yeah. It was a reaching catch. I there guess. you go. Yeah. 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 Somebody had to throw it. Mm-hmm. Um Kyler's talking with I wrote Dallas, but I mean Kenny. Kyler's talking with Kenny, who's kind of learning uh Robbie has just left the dojo saying he's gonna be the next King Cobra. Uh th- I think this is it here. I also find it funny that Kyler thinks uh he has to sneak over to the big boy rides where there's no lifeguards. So uh your thoughts on that. Does is he talking about getting into mischief or uh it's just like hey, I'm under 18, quote unquote, uh, and there's no lifeguards over here so I can get on the big boy rides. I I don't even know. Like it just, I guess it's just classic Kyler. I never even, like that that throw off line, I didn't even think of to me like this. You know, I mean, the scene is obviously about um, uh, Kenny and learning right, right. that, that like from Kyler that Robbie's probably not coming back. Um, so that, uh, you know, that, that's I don't know about Kyler. Classic just, Kyler. It, All right, Kyler no. is classic Kyler, I think. It really is. It just really stuck out to me because it's like, well, Kyler, you're you're a big boy. <laughs> Why is it better if there's no lifeguard over by a certain ride? It, it's just it, it stuck out to me is all. So I don't know if that's Joe ad libbing or what. <laughs> well, you know, like they're they're really good at giving Kyler these lines he says like as he's walking off screen. Like re- like remember in uh what is it? Was it was season four, right? Where he's like, You want to stand in line with me to get new shoes or something? Like like they're always like giving and then like at the prom episode, 
or he's something, you know, like the limos coming, like they give, they, they're really good at just like giving these Kyler, these kind of like, I don't Kyler esque lines. We need a word for that. Like, yeah. Uh, like, uh, Pete Kyler. <laughs> Pete Kyler. Um, Pete it, Kyler. you know, it's, it's, it's skipping ahead. I feel did we, we didn't have the, the, the snake bites sequence yet, right? Isn't that the next episode maybe or, or episode six, probably probably episode six, but, um, it's where Kyler's eating like the snake bites. He's like, it's like crap. It's like, oh the, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's further down the line. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think it was Gianni that, or was it Edwin? Somebody had mentioned to me that they thought that um that was probably an ad lib from Joe calling it. You know that that it was like crack because it was so good. Um, mm-hmm. gosh, see, gosh, the, that's the, the problem because I also speak to like some people that I have not yet interviewed, you know, that mm-hmm. I, I get some right. like, behind the scenes stuff from. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so let's see here. Uh, Daniel and Amanda they arrive at an auction event that helps underprivileged teens. Now, do you think this was before Tori or after you think? Because you know, in season four, she was more than willing to help Tori, but also we see like how badly she wants to get on this board. You know, I I think I like did ponder it briefly once, but I never thought too deeply right. about like if it was um it means a lot to her. And yeah, I feel that's kind of new to us. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, but like I, I keep thinking of it in the context of just like she wants to be on like a charity board or something. Um yeah. I mean Tori would be like a uh, underprivileged or whatever, or teen or what, what is that the word they use or at risk or something? Yeah. Uh, underprivileged. Um, yeah. Uh, but well, it w- was like necessarily Amanda like that. I don't think Amanda was necessarily like that because no, you know, maybe, no, maybe troubled, so. or, you know, having going through, you know, problems, but not necessarily like the underprivileged, um, because she had a math tutor. So if you can afford a math tutor, like, right. Right. That under- <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, um, I, I guess you could definitely make that connection. Like, okay. like, like you can imagine like after or during season four and all that, like Amanda sitting there and just doing some Googling or in, in goggling and, and like thinking about this and like, yeah. And so now she's like, Hey, let me do this. So I, I definitely think you can make that connection. Okay. Yeah. Because um, obviously she's maybe not so much done her research, but I mean, she's uh, really into this. Uh, charity so much that she is um kind of starstruck by this uh, Ava Garcia, you know, who apparently she's met, met for the first time in person. So mm-hmm. um, knows very much about her. Uh, they do find out that uh, this location is Terry's home. Um, mm-hmm. Daniel was like, oh, this address. have we been here before? The address sounded familiar or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, because Chosen knows it. You know, mm-hmm. like you guys had to get it somehow. Um, so Terry and Daniel, uh, they have some words as the uh, ladies go join the charity. And um Terry says, I have no intentions of ruining her day, and uh, he hopes that nothing else will ruin it for her. You know, li- li- looking at Daniel. So that's a clue, LaRusso. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> Bu- mm-hmm. Buy a clue for a dollar there. Uh, but uh, we get we cut to uh, Johnny's apartments again, and nerd alert, uh, Johnny needed a new phone, and Dimitri is there to help. Uh, needed something under 50 bucks and add ride share. So I really like this uh, sequence. You know, we we heard earlier Gianni said that he was going to, or Gianni, well, Gianni too. But uh, Dimitri said he was probably going to have to get a summer job. And here it is. Right. So they set that mm-hmm. up. Uh, did you? Yeah, uh, it was a good surprise. I liked it. I remember when, when I first watched the episode, 
or, or I, I think that even the beginning, because they released the first like nine minutes or something, I remember thinking, oh, his summer job's going to be at the water park. And that's how they all get there. But no, it makes more sense uh, that he's at this tech town. Yeah. He's right, like because door um, to door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, it, we were very light on Dimitri in a lot of the, um, like the, mm-hmm. you know, trailers and stuff like that. So no, nobody yeah, really knew. And, right. and, and I, I do wonder if that was also, I mean, what are you going to show from the sequence in in the trailer, right? It's it's mm-hmm. nothing sexy, right? There's, no, there's there's no actions here. There's nothing too, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mysterious about the sequence. But um, you know, Johnny does thank him for being a dork or a geek. Uh, Johnny's mm-hmm. learning pronouns or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, those are nouns, but I think, yeah. They, yeah, 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 they, they are nouns. Uh, but uh, not, I just not like, to be like not to be like Devin to you, right? right. Uh, <laughs> identify oh, whatever you identify with. Yeah. But uh, there is a a, a cut uh, sequence, if you want to call it that, or a, a cut thing from this. If if anyone missed our or my interview with uh, Gianni, he mentions that um, Johnny actually flicks the beer cap at him, and they cut that out. And and he, uh, Gianni thinks that uh, he probably understands why that it kind of undercuts like the the thanking him, you know, in, in this moment right, right here. And, it's like uh, a good moment. It's like let's keep right. that. <laughs> let's keep that momentum going. But also, you can hear the drop of the beer cap too, you know. So like, uh, I I don't know what the image of Johnny was when we first see him. Like, th- does he have a beer cap or, you know, is, is he holding it, you know, after he sips the beer or whatever, but you can hear it like falling. So at some point he did drop it somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I did, I did pick up on that. Um, let's see back to the water park. Anthony is stopped by Kenny and Kyler. Uh, Kyler apparently recognizes him even uh, with the growth spurt and Kyler with the, uh, I date a lot of sisters line. Which uh, I think a lot of people are kind of like that. Do you think he wait? He recognizes him or doesn't recognize him? Well, he he's like, uh, th- this is the chode that blah 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 blah. I kind of forget the line here. Well, you know, like he was kind of he was he was kind of well, yeah, who's that, giving uh, you shit at school. He does he doesn't recognize him though. Um, you don't think so? I mean, because like it's just kind of his reaction to seeing Anthony. Because like Anthony was just standing there, right? So I feel like he recognized him because he he even says he's like, well. well because I, I I always take the line I date a lot of sisters is because right, he's like right. you dated my sister Sam. he's like yeah. he's because he's like I don't know who's that I date a lot of sisters right you've been to my house blah 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 but but it, it was just I don't know I, I guess just Kyler mentioning like oh this is this is the guy you know like as if he knew him you know it was just kind of a weird line I guess for Kyler just to say anything but Kyler is weird himself I don't know yeah. That but like I feel like know. Kyler would say that to almost anyone. This is the chode who's been giving oh, okay. me trouble. Right. Well, like, I guess that's fair. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe if he uh, he would have called him the Puso. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like Either if way. it was if it was Hawk, right? Like he's lip, he's the guy who's been giving me this is the chode. like well, he, he kind of he makes he makes a you know a similar, you know, uh line about lips same kind of thing actually maybe right. this just good kyler's go to yeah i think it's just yeah. kyler like, okay and i think I, I i take that as how the scene is is plays you know like right. i date a lot of sisters like i don't know who you are <laughs> like like he, right. he barely even remembers dating sam apparently at this point so yeah yeah uh i, mean, I guess this is the same sequence i'll just jump ahead kyler you know he he mentions like uh oh you know he t- tells kenny you gonna take that from the lip like uh, Kyler, you witnessed Lip beat the living shit out of your um, best friend, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, so 
you gonna talk that talk just because mm-hmm. you you know competed in all valley too like i i don't know maybe because he thinks that like uh you know eli is uh outnumbered there that that uh he can speak um just because this is ref- this movie is referenced later on uh terminator 2 this kind of reminds me of the uh uh terminator 2 moi a dipshit do you do you remember that scene Terminator 2 Moi edition? No. No, no. Moi a dipshit. That, that's when uh, John Connor, where uh, he he learns that the Terminator has to obey him, right? And um, these two guys come, come walking by when... What happened? Let me see. The Terminator had done something, and these two guys walk by and say, like, hey, you need some help, kid? And by this point, He's already learned everything about the the, the Terminator. He's like, mm-hmm. oh no, you guys go go ahead, take a hike, bozos or something. And then one guy goes, no, no, you know, fuck you, little dipshit. And then he's like, moi, a dipshit. And like the Terminator still has like his one leg up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, oh, well, it's you, you. I guess you don't remember it, but but it's just it must uh, be it earlier like, in the movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was, it yeah. was, it was, it was an earlier sequence. It's just because like that's kind of how like I was getting um, that vibe from Kenny. You know when he's around these other guys and and you know like Hawkins his face like oh no, no Anthony he's like oh grab this guy you know and and then like everyone throws the donuts all over him. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you know, like if you guys follow me on social media, I've been doing a lot of like, oh, this scene kind of reminds me of this sequence. You know, like we, you know, we kind of have said before, like, oh, you know, some of these tropes and stuff we we've seen this before. You know, and so so my mind is like, oh, this reminds me of this. This reminds me of that. So that's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to the charity. Daniel and Amanda are talking, and Daniel clearly is on alert. And Amanda thinks he's overreacting. Uh, asks him to go get some drinks, and Terry shows up with a couple of glasses of his own and offers Amanda one. Uh, okay, this is a um a fun scene. Like, well, I don't know. Like, so about the the episode itself. Like, this is like great because I like the uh, you know the the paranoia of Daniel or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and this is a great episode for that as it's building into building it, um, you know, and silver uh, uh, knows how to, the exact words to say. So it's, that's, that's great from the, the paranoia and the psychological manipulation that I always are like. Um, but what's funny is like, every time I, I rewatch this episode, I admit, like, if you were watching with me, I always start laughing during these scenes because there's like there's like it's 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 really like the the most stereotypical um like like out of touch like elite thing like i just i love that like terry silver comes up with these wines and it's like when i support charities for needy children i only drink the most sophisticated wine it's like it's like the most over the top like things like for like a for like a charity like so i always imagine charities is like you're you're in a closet and you, people are volunteering or something you know and this is like the uh the super like high end where like Postal you, elite have, you have S- yeah uh, you have the yeah. the most like <laughs> well this is the sophisticated wine this is what you want it's like and you can imagine them talking like oh uh, can you imagine I'm to a charity once and they didn't even have an open bar what is that <laughs> i don't know right right I, uh, so like i like I, I i have to fully admit whenever i will like rewatch this i don't think it was the first time but like 
is kind of always running in the back of my head. Like, like this is like the much like stereotypical elite as you can get. And and like the Russos are completely in it. Like, like the show doesn't even comment on it. It's just it's presented as just normal. But like to me, ordinary guy watch party, like I I it always does kind of make me laugh. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I guess I never really thought about it, but just yeah. hearing you kind of, kind of like being amused by it, it's it, I, yeah, I find it's it like, funny. Yeah, yeah, like if you like look at the hors d'oeuvres, these these waiters, like oh, I hate when they have ta- raggedy uniforms at the charity, like the waiters serving the the well done hors d'oeuvres and with the yeah. open bar. I don't know for the for the needy children. This helps me support the needy children. <laughs> yeah like, maybe, maybe I, take some more d'oeuvres to those yeah, people or those yeah kids i know yeah. like this really helps you support the needy children i don't know yeah. um uh, so that's 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 my take on like sure, but sure. what's always kind of running through my head when i rewatch this scene so yeah well uh terry talks a good game and does what terry does uh mm-hmm. you know daniel yes, yeah. is yeah, Daniel's definitely falling for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just think it's funny because like you know since we've seen all the a lot of different shades of of uh, silver, you know this mm-hmm. is probably like the lightest one, and it's it's borderline comical just because uh, it's like oh you know and uh, how he uh, I, I'm forgetting the phrasing, but where he's just like oh yeah you know I was hiring some new senseis, and they kind of like screwed that up too, <laughs> you know yeah like, hey, he roughed up my men or something. Right. yeah he roughed up my like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he go. nails it. It's 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 so good. It is really good. Uh, and then we get an Uber Johnny montage. So mm-hmm. uh, I just wrote a you know kind of jotted a few things. I think my favorite thing is like uh, after he picks up uh Michael, aka uh, Michael or Michaela. Uh, <laughs> it, he's like, uh, hurry up, you know, I gotta go pick up a guy named Jimmy Josh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> So once we get a guy named Jimmy James. Yeah, so he's got to pick up some food right after that. Um, I do like the uh, the Billy Eilish line. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, I I know it would kind of ruin the joke. He's like, "Don't you mean Billy Idol?" You know, obviously. But he's like, "Oh, hell's yeah!" <laughs> he, he happens to like be fishing for the tape that actually yeah. has that too. So yeah. I do I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the song continues to play. There's that dude in the suit with the phone. Also, like when he's like, "Hey, you know, can you can you turn that on?" He's like, "Shut the hell up! This is the best part. <laughs> this is the best part." Yeah, <laughs> and he and he's like drumming. You know, it's it's classic. You know, like when you're jamming out while driving in your car. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so we're getting a glimpse of this. You know, we'll we'll see Johnny jamming in the car again later on. Yeah. So I yeah, I, I, I wrote like a it. note uh, like I, this is why Johnny needs a job where his job is to hurt people like the like. Yeah. Why, because anything else, he's just too distracted. He can't get into. Um, yeah. One one uh, thing, like like uh, that, I had trouble is like they keep making it look like he's constantly late or something. But like I imagine Johnny is the driver. Like he's he's running red lights, running stop signs, running everything. How is he always he, like behind? He, he like course can. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's like, like he's you know, he's he's flooring it everywhere. Like. I think, like you know, he knows where stuff is. He's like that kind of guy. Like, how is he always late? This is what I don't get. Like, uh, it's gonna be. I guess other you're not things, supposed right? to overanalyze this scene. Like, well, I mean, he, maybe he's taking like you know, taking a shit in people's powder rooms. You know, in, in between, <laughs> and that's making him fall behind. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I think I, I feel like that that's been talked about like on social media too. Like, it would have been funny if uh, Judy was one of his rides, you know, uh, riders or whatever. Oh, I never thought of that, but yeah, that yeah. would be a good one. 
<laughs> almost almost like, a missed opportunity there yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, i mean we, we get a return of somebody though at, at one point here um i didn't know it was him uh immediately like i i wondered but the credits ha- had we'll, we'll get there um it ends with the uh, Johnny getting a one star because the car smelled like beer. Uh, that's the writer of the episode, the the young lady in the pink shirt. Darnell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ashley Darnell. Uh, the water park uh, was split. Uh, Mitch had been waiting to get on the double dragon, uh, which are slides, but it's on the Cobra Kai side. And Devin says, screw it, and leads him and Bert over. So uh, this is our first Devin of the season. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I had mentioned that I thought the whole... Or, or like I, I'm actually with Devin here. I think this whole like splitting the water park is kind of dumb. Like, yeah, like oh, absolutely. Who cares? Whatever. Like, uh, you know, it and, just uh, it, it, that should just be between the ones that got into an altercation. It doesn't matter your affiliation or non-affiliated or whatever, right? Like, yeah, you know? and you, you know, and these are the eagle fangs, like this right. this particular crowd. So it's like eagle fangs and Miyagi Do's are still kind of split a little, even though they're shut down and separate and whatever they were separate in the tournament but so like but then but there but the the rule of the the split water park still applies to them i guess i don't I mean, know technically we don't know it yet but devin's actually a topanga right like you know so yeah yeah and she's still hanging with the eagle things the i eagle guess she doesn't like true, those yeah. she doesn't like those um uh t- Topanga, they were kind of pansies, I guess. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's too much for them. Uh, let's see. Miguel tries to make small talk with Sam about the book. Uh, tries to invite her on the lazy river, but she wants to finish the book. You know, so this is just uh, him being a little extra. I looked this book up. She's reading, um, what? Uh, a wild, yeah, wild by Cheryl Ch- or Cherry Strayed, which I guess okay. was a movie. That starred Reese Witherspoon. They adapted it, but it's a, it's like the writer. She took a hike from Mojave Desert to Pacific Coast to Washington, and it's like I guess like to find herself, or I don't know. So it's like they they called it "Eat, Pray, Love" um, in, in the first oh. scene, right? Where she's like, oh, "How's your uh-huh, Eat, Pray, yeah. Love journey?" And that's like like a a crazy thing. Like that's that was a movie too. I actually saw that movie. Right. I it saw that a little movie. Aware, and I think yeah. that was a book, right? It was, that was right. It, yeah, book, it was right. a book that was that was made into a movie, and and that's the thing. Like, but like that woman, like like that's the journey you wouldn't want to be on because then that woman, like she meets that meets this guy, like in the book and the movie, because it was in real life, and and then they got married, but then she divorced him a handful of years ago, and huh. for 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 another woman, I guess. So. um I guess it didn't, you know, that relationship didn't quite work out. Um, so she, so she, so the eat, pray, love journey may not be the good one, but uh, I guess maybe the wild journey. Um, not that Sam is taking a hike. I don't, I, so I don't know much about that, but that's yeah. Uh, what I, that, I, the book is. I'm familiar with the book that, or the movie that uh, Miguel talks about into the wild, right? Is another one here, right, yeah. which I think was also a book. Um, yeah, I think that was a book. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a really great film as well. Like I, I, I like Emil Hirsch, uh, who was mm-hmm. the lead of that film, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I also liked him in the kind of blanket on the name. It's uh, it's about the uh, it takes place in the seventies and about the uh, early skateboarders um, back in Cali. Um, uh, Lords of Dogtown, Lords of Dogtown. I've heard of that. I've never seen oh. it. 
I, it's one of my personal favorites, and that's the song where uh, Green Day's um, Boulevard Broken Dreams. Um, oh, really? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. That inspired that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that was uh, on, on the soundtrack or something, at least a trailer. Like, uh, mm. that's when that song came out. Was when uh, was when that movie was released. But okay. really good movie. Uh, Heath Ledger is also in it. Uh, Emil mm-hmm. Hirsch. There's a kid from Portland uh, who was in that film too. I'm kind of forgetting his name, but um, mm-hmm. he was also in some other things with uh, Gus Van Sant. He was in a movie called like Elephant about a school shooting, which also filmed here in Portland. That's you know again mm-hmm. where he's from. But uh, yeah, Lords of Dogtown. If you guys haven't seen it, check that out. Great movie. Um, yeah, uh, I was gonna say I I like the scene between Miguel and Sam for whatever whatever it's worth. Even though she's like wants her space and he's not giving that to her. Um, like I I do like it because it, this scene feels reminiscent to to four hundred one in the car. Uh, where he's like doing a little thing and she's kind of you know going back or whatever like like i feel like it's it's a good scene that you know they have like a thing like it's like a thing for them so there's like a little something that they they joke around with even Instead though of, he, in 401 the uh let's begin uh yes remember in, in the car when he's doing the accent and everything <laughs> and she was she was depressed oh oh wait was well, where he's like sitting in the banana boat yeah yeah that was four. Are you sure that was four hundred one? I feel that's yeah, that's four hundred one because that's okay, right. Okay. And then and then Hawk comes in to tear down the back uh, fence. Oh, that's right. He he walks right by. That's right. That's yeah. just early mm-hmm. on. And, and okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel that was a little bit. I mean, I, I, I believe you. You know, you have a better memory <laughs> than me. So, but um, yeah, but like, okay. but I do like as far as like if you look at this as like a Miguel and Sam seed and like maybe building out the relationship a little more. I like I like it. Um, yeah. like under the context that they're technically broken up and, and like what happened and she wants her space. Like, I, I think it doesn't make sense, but like, uh, if, if we put that aside and just like, look at it as like a scene between them. Yeah. Like, I think this is a good scene. I just, it would make more sense if they were still together. And, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, can, I, can, I can see that. Oh man. If yeah. you could just make a phantom edit, you know, like <laughs> uh, some of these sequences yeah. and then like, uh, you know, take, take the audio from the previous episode and since yeah, we won't have the footage you just take stills from still this do. episode yeah and add, add the audio behind it you know and uh you know we can we can figure something out yeah. and, we can and get, i have uh, i have Seagua one more help out <laughs> yeah Seagua. i have one more note like this is like something that kind of annoys me like like i guess it's like sam but it's a little bit gal too it's like why do you go to a water park and just sit on the chair all day in read like why are they not going on the rides like at least like Devin, mitch they went on the rides you know tori and robbie were going on stuff but why is like sam and i guess like yasmin and moon and in miguel like like they're going on the rides why are you gonna go you're gonna pay money like you're gonna drive there you're gonna you gotta pay to park you're gonna pay to get in and you you went through all this and you're sitting on this just to sit on a chair and read like, though, shouldn't you be going on rides, uh, you know, the, the slides or pool yeah. or something? Well, I, I would I would agree with you because they're they're kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you're, you're kids. Like, you, you don't have a lot of yeah. money. So, like, if you're paying all that, then you should go. But, you know, I also want to kind of point out, like, having just came back from Mexico, uh, there was some of us, not me, but there were some of us that when we went to the beach, they didn't even want to get into the water, at least not that day. But I was just like, yeah. You know, we, we didn't know if we were going to come back to the beach again because there's a lot of other activities. But it's like, yeah. I mean, you can lay out tan anywhere. I mean, we're in Mexico. Yeah. Why don't you get into the water? So but I don't know. that's here's the thing. This isn't the beach. 
It's right. literally a water park. It's yeah, literally yeah. like it, it almost makes yeah, you, sense. You're I going get there it for a reason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a water. They didn't go to a beach. Obviously, like they didn't. A... They don't want to redo what they did in season two. So they they're at a water park. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're not or, at the uh, beach. You're at a water park. Like you're like uh you you're going to um an arcade and and then you you go, you go to golf and stuff and you don't even like participate in anything, right? You you just you eat a hot dog and leave. Yeah. 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 That's a good point, but uh, I don't know because everyone you want to keep them separated, I guess, right? Because they all have like you know kind of different stories that are going yeah, on, I guess. Plot, plot, <laughs> plot. Yeah, yeah. Plot, because because uh, plot, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Back to the charity. No, no, no. Let's see. Big L, Big L. Okay, yep. Tries they to start uh, arguing, right? Right, right, right. All yeah. altercation occurs between the dojos. A lifeguard threatens to throw them all out, and they decide to race on the slide. Um, then we go back to the charity. Daniel's up to donate his bone size. Uh, gives a very nice speech about them. You know, I I, I would donate based off his speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Terry outbids by quite a bit. It started at two thousand and ends with thirty thousand, to which nobody's gonna try to no uh, match is. that. Yeah, not, not is even thirty thousand. Like what set. is it? What is what did Miyagi say it was worth in Karate Kid Three, or, or like the the one he brought from Japan? Uh, I the- could be wrong, but I. <laughs> feel six figures you know it's uh oh i thought yeah. it was like five because i thought it was around ten thousand or something somewhere around that yes yeah, I, I, I don't mean, remember mm. you're probably closer uh just because you know it was the 80s so like a hundred thousand would be a lot yeah yeah no, i'm just saying yeah uh, i i had a note like mr B- daniel often re- he refers to mr miyagi as his mentor and i and i i think like I didn't know, like, why didn't he say, like, karate sensei or something like something that, like, they would probably recognize? Like, I don't know. I guess I thought that that was interesting because um, it is interesting. Sometimes Daniel refers to Mr. Me when he's talking to other people, um, yeah. like uh, way back in, in that, like the second episode when he refer- he refers to, you know, he refers to him as a friend sometimes, like when he's yeah. talking, like I, I learned from a friend or something. Um I don't know. I think like it was, I just thought when he used the word mentor, I thought, well, why mentor? Why not like karate sensei or something? That's a good question. I, I, I do wonder, you know, how we were just kind of joking about like, you mm-hmm. know, the, the different wine that's uh, some sort mm-hmm. of charity event kind of mm-hmm. thing. What if, what if Daniel, you know, uh, maybe in his mind, just like, ah, you know, I don't want to mention karate because, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they won't take them serious, like the LaRusso's seriously. I mean, I would imagine they would know he's like a two-time champ and, you know, like it's, it's not about him. Right. So it's about the bone size. So it's maybe saying something like mentor, uh, it, it means something to these type of people. Like, you know, it's something more respectful, I guess. Maybe they just don't understand that karate sensei, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but what if he said mentor from Okinawa, which is also, you know, where you understand it's the bonsai yeah. trees and right. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Does he get a thirty thousand tax write off too? No. I mean, he might. I mean, uh, <laughs> so like, so uh, he's got some nice charity. wine and hors d'oeuvres, and he got the thirty thousand tax write off. So yeah, I guess yeah. It, and, you, and you got to push <laughs> uh, shove sh- uh, silver to the ground too later. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I guess all worth it. Um, mm-hmm. So with Terry outbidding, Daniel is visibly not happy. Uh, Terry asks everyone to spread the message about this new initiative. Uh, yeah. about mm-hmm. giving free karate to these uh, teens that uh, that don't have the means to pay, I guess. Has anyone else in the Valley ever given free karate? 
I don't think so. No, I mean, when Terry Silver first mentioned it back in 85, you know, I think everyone's been waiting for, for the, for the, the free karate. Are you sure Daniel know. didn't do it a year ago, the year before in season two? I, he, he did offer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think just, his kids were paying. So no, that, that is true. But, but now under the, Oh, well, I guess Terry Silver brings up karate. So, yeah, it doesn't make sense why Daniel could bring it up. But uh, maybe just because, like, well, he just had a champion as well. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, what's up, Daniel? Come yeah. on. You know, it's not like you're chasing cloud. Use that cloud. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I could do it's worth mentioning. Um, well, I think Silver offers free karate to, like, needy kids or at need or whatever the word and i remember yeah, thinking what's what's the income cutoff point where like oh sorry no free karate for you you gotta pay yeah well i mean <laughs> I, I like yeah. to think about these like where's the line drawn well but, sure uh, i i'm sure you know uh, terry's probably telling amber like hey you know just uh any, any kid is fine you know we're not gonna mm-hmm. check we're not gonna turn anybody down you know yeah. it's all about it's about all about the legacy you know, mm-hmm. of Cobra Kai. Uh, Johnny makes a delivery to Lyle, the pawn shop guy. This was a nice surprise. And also, I'm going to categorize this as one of my uh, sequences to maturation for the season here. Mm, um, yeah. You know, I, I just, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you got a little bit of what you had expected, but definitely mm-hmm. some other things you did not expect. Just a really good conversation between the two. Uh, Lyle talks to him about, like, you know, the, the job like he does it because it pays the bills and allows time for him what matters the most is mm-hmm. the kids so uh daniel's a little oh daniel johnny's a little surprised he's like uh you got kids i like this line too he's like three of them and you'll never be tough <laughs> you're right yeah well the, i think he, uh, like orders food right right i think um uh like this is so so the big three like they often talk about like you know oh we come up with you know backstories for all the characters or something i i i like to think at least imagine this is a like a great example of where you know their writing came up i i i like to think at least you know it's somewhere along the way maybe even back in season one when they when they first created this character is like well what's his backstory why is he run this pod? uh he's got you know three kids and uh he's got to provide for the family right and now, now they find a way to pull that up and actually like yeah. make something of it. Yeah, I like that. I and I, I, I feel, um, it's I, I didn't do the research I should had, and I, I feel like Matt, uh, you know, would have said something um, if, 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 uh, if, if he wanted to get you know any word in, but. I feel he has at least two kids. So the fact mm-hmm. that Lyle says three, I was wondering like if, if Matt was like, well, I got two kids, you know, can I do two or he has three kids? Maybe he just went with three. I could probably do a quick search, you know, um, on, on his Instagram. But I like for some reason, like two kids always kind of stuck in my head. So I was kind of yeah, curious about Yeah, but three kids that. takes more money. So he needs three shops, you know? So, I, guess, to... I, I guess so. <laughs> I, I, I just wonder sometimes, you know, when we hear something about like some of these characters, like how much is that uh, is is real for, for the actor as well, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing two kids or could be three. Is it three? Two or three? Three, three. Yeah, three kids. Nope, that's correct. Three kids. Oh, yep. So, so Maybe he's got it... three. Yep, three indeed. So there we go. Um, so yeah, see, so I, I wonder if that, uh, you know, obviously, obviously was written because he's got three. So yeah, maybe I, written or rewritten yeah, or rewritten or whatever it was. Yeah, I, I'm always just curious, is all you know, just to kind of see, uh, you know, 
how how much of a, a collaboration, right? Like we hear, right? Like oh, they, they often let uh, you know the actors get to kind of say what they feel their character would say or you know things like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. Lyle could have said something else, and then he's like, "Hey, I got three kids. I want to say three kids." So <laughs> just one of those things. Like the more you know, I, I just like right. that, right? That's why we have these long long form uh, uh, discussions, right? And so let's see. Any uh, any other thoughts about this uh, sequence here? I, I know that. Uh, he Lyle offers him like a taquito. He's like, I already ate one. It tastes like yeah, sugar yeah, or something. Yeah, classic <laughs> Johnny. Yeah, he throws the whole thing away. But you know, I yeah. guess if John Johnny opened up your you know your food, I don't know. I if mean, he, if he, he if he took it when you were offering it, it's okay. If he takes it before he even got there, no, 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 no. Right. I'm gonna it, throw it, it away. Well, not only that, Lyle didn't see this, but Johnny, you know, used the restroom while driving, so we don't know if he washed his hands. That's well, yeah, true, true. I think like Lyle knows Johnny well enough at this point. Like, you know, like, well, yeah, yeah. In, in that case, like, I feel if Johnny walked in with his food, I think I would just throw it right in, <laughs> in the trash. Like, I don't want this from you. I want somebody else. Uh, let's see. We, oh, lost my, lost my spot here. Uh, Shannon gets a call. Is this it? No. Uh, Charity. Okay, so Robbie goes to talk to Kenny, tries to talk him into leaving Cobra Kai, and it definitely doesn't go the way he thought, and uh, Kenny tells him that he's not a quitter. And then we got the slide race, uh, champ versus champ uh, from Miyagi-Do and the uh, Cobra Kai. Eli's donut was deflated, and everyone starts chanting cheater. Now, I I had wondered if there was going to be more of a focus on, like, Tori reacting to being called cheater because of the tournament. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she she has a like a facial it's, reaction. It's like but subtle, yeah. Like very. they do it as subtle. Um, yeah. So like to to sort of hit the idea, but not not like hammer it hard. Yeah. Yeah, but I just you know because we saw her like looking at the trophy earlier in the season, I just kind of felt like this could have been something there, you know. But but maybe it was something that was filmed and trimmed down, you know. That could be that could be something too. Editing. That's true. There's mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, Eli and Kenny has some words. Uh, who tries to sucker punch him? Definitely not. It's a formal strike first. What do you think of that? Um. Well, yeah, I guess that is yeah a strike first. Um, not always successful, but uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, clearly Eli was uh, anticipating it. Um. Although you know what? Yeah, he goes he goes into a stance first. So like. Like it's not a very effective to strike first if you one hundred percent telegraph it. <laughs> like like right, in right. that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, here, go ahead and hit me. Oh no, no, it turns around like okay, well, you know, kind of baited him into doing that. Uh, but Kenny does land a punch. Uh and he mm-hmm. let's see, but uh Eli gets pushed into the pool by Robbie and Miguel tries to intervene, but they all get kicked out uh by the uh by the lifeguard. I, I think he's the only one. I don't know if I saw any other lifeguard tournament. Maybe I just really wasn't looking. But um, no, this is this is definitely a one lifeguard water park. Oh, okay, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not that big. I mean, I feel like yeah. one lifeguard per like 100 people should be okay. Right. Uh, it's it, that's one lifeguard more than they have police in the whole city. So that's <laughs> would have been funny to see like Stingray as a, a lifeguard. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I thought you can't be around kids. Uh, anyway, Shannon gets a call from Johnny's car phone, which I don't think uh, this peak Johnny moment gets talked about enough. You know, she's like, I don't think it's called 
smartphone. You know, he's just in a car talking on his, uh, uh, well, I guess it's still a smartphone, just not in the greatest condition. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants Robbie for the summer, says all the right things, and Shannon agrees. And she, she mentions a, a point, you know, because he, uh, like, apologizes for, you know, how he was and, and whatnot uh, back in the day. And she's like, you know, we were young and dumb. And I was like, well, hold on now. Johnny's supposed to be like, you know, I I don't know the exact, right? Like, let's just say fifty. Okay, Robbie's sixteen. Mm-hmm. That puts him early thirties. That's 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 not young and dumb, there, right? Mm-hmm. Might... Yeah, maybe. Well, she was probably younger than him. Okay, um, that that makes more sense. Yeah, I think that, I think that's part of it because I think both Shannon and Amanda are younger than Johnny and Daniel. Um, I was. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much. Like, I mean, I haven't like quite figured it out but i but i always got a little bit of that impression at the very least so yeah um, i i I had mentioned at the uh top of the show that i already started kind of taking the the notes for episode five mm -hmm. there there was a moment i was trying to like man how how much younger is amanda than than daniel because i didn't get the impression that that um amanda was like much younger than um than Jessica, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So that's something to kind of think. Yeah. About yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just mentioned in this, I, or I was looking th- that this is where I was like, yeah, well, well, he's like, I, I want Robbie to stay with me. And then I thought, well, why would Robbie want to stay with you? They, he, the, her parents place sounds great. And, right. and he's about to break up with Tori. Keep in mind. Yeah. So like, so like by when, when Johnny sees, Robbie to tell him this he just broke up with Tori right, right. um yeah. you know the, which is going to happen but like we, like I don't know I guess I guess Robbie doesn't care about his grandparents so yeah yeah and uh you know like even, even though they just broken up there's those feelings are still there right mm-hmm. like I I still remember being young and even after a breakup like you you still have like that bit of hope of of reconnecting mm-hmm. you know and so like if he goes to this island He's not gonna see Tori, right? Like, so yeah. if he stays in town with Johnny, even with Shannon, you know, there's still that chance that they can possibly uh, kind of make, make make up or something. So, although he's he's the one that ends it with her, so right, uh, well, yeah. wish we could talk about that. Um, you you skipped a scene though. You skipped oh. um, uh, when Silver knocks Daniel over, oh, in the, or, or Daniel knocks Silver over and he destroys I the bonsai. Yeah, I guess I mentioned it and didn't write it down. Interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Did you have some some thoughts on that? I mean, I, I just I, I did find it funny that Daniel was just like I didn't, I didn't push him that hard. Right. Yeah. That's that. I did push him that. I did push him that hard. I'm a yeah. karate master. But you know, <laughs> if, 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 a, if a tree that tall like falls and there's all yeah. those people around, do you hear it? Yeah. You know, like I, I think so. And that, and this is really one of the few moments where you can really. If 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 you're paying attention, you can get silver like where where he says to Daniel, "Oh, I told her, you know, she's or whatever about you. You're a horrible person." I forget his oh, exact line. No, no, um, I, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm almost certain that uh, I I put that down because it it was something about um, silver catches. Oh, yeah, I just wrote. Oh, okay. Yeah, he bad mouthed Amanda. Yeah, I, I totally <laughs> skipped the the entire paragraph I wrote here, or ish. Uh, Daniel catches the end of a conversation Terry has with Eva about Amanda. Right. Uh, confronts Terry about it. Hook, line, and sinker. 
Um, right. <laughs> and it's a misunderstanding, but Eva didn't want to hear him out and ruins it for Amanda, who's nearly in tears, thanks him before leaving. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really sad. I mean, mm-hmm. Amanda really wanted that seat. <laughs> she really, she really, you know, you get hors d'oeuvres and an open bar and very delicate good wines in 2013, you know, and you get to tell to all your friends on, on, you get to, you post on Facebook how you work on this charity board. So, I mean, it's right, it's right. a win win win, you know. You you put in um, your LinkedIn, you know. Yeah, charity yeah, board, yeah. Put in your <laughs> LinkedIn. Your, you you talk you talk to your friends. So, what charity boards are you on? You, you know, don't care about uh, underprivileged kids. Just just on the note of uh, age, right? Like uh, I mentioned to you off mic that I just got this new phone. The uh, okay. the the uh, the phone expert, I, I believe, is what is on his name uh, name tag. Phone expert. Oh. Yeah, uh, not even you know sales rep or whatever. I like that phone expert. But anyway, he, he uh, when he took my ID, he was like, "Oh, he, you were born in you know." So, sorry if uh, he got muffled there. You know, my birth year. But mm-hmm. he was like, "I thought I thought you were like 29. I was like, "Oh, thanks." You know, mm-hmm. appreciate that. I I don't get that a lot, but I do hear it. Thank you. You know, kind of just humoring him. And then uh, later on, I forgot exactly what we're talking about. He's like, he's like, bro. You know, I know I mentioned you almost, uh, you look 29, but you're about to show your age here in your memory. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so he, he really busted my balls a little bit there. It was pretty good. He was a cool guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I just thought it was funny, you know, kind of just growing up and, and kind of doing <laughs> our ages now because of yeah. of uh, social media and technology. Right. Um, yeah. It's just uh, Daniel, man, he. Terry's really his poison, you know, like he, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's that one thing that you said about the, um, it, oh, it was in our group. I don't think I mentioned it on the pod, but Amy was um, kind of piggybacking on, on me mentioning how Daniel left the, uh, the attorney a voice message, not thinking that, Hey, it's going to like, Oh, you don't think that that's going to get back to Terry silver, mm-hmm. you know, in, in our group, she was like, yeah, Daniel, why don't you just send him an email and like CC Terry Silver, right? You know, like, yes, like uh, him, yeah. But it, you knew that he was going to do this, and and he is doing it, and and now you're you're still falling for it. Like, I, I don't, it, it would I don't be understand. like you you tweeted him, and then he tagged him. You're the former <laughs> client of at Terry Silver, like, like, like <laughs> yeah, 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 same kind of thing. Uh, but you know, yeah, Terry's going to allow those tags, right? You know, so right. <laughs> you know, he wants he wants to see them all. Um. All right, I keep scrolling. I keep losing my spot because I don't know my my thumb has a mind of its own for some reason. You know, I'm uh, just, like, it's just scrolling up and down for no reason. I'm not even okay. reading. We yeah. should be at the parking lot now. Parking lot. Um, All right, to, so to get to the so yeah, the, the, the breakup uh, scene with Robbie and Tori. Now. Right. Uh, we oh so young and dumb. Shannon's happy for him. Uh, we find out that he was on the call the whole time, which was funny. And right, Paul yeah. was in the back seat and missed a stop. So in the credits, it has him as like college guy i think or something like that but he's been credited as paul before so when i saw him i was like he looks a lot like paul but if that's paul they would have said paul and for those mm-hmm. that don't remember he was one of the first uh couple students that walked into miyagi i was like what you're gonna what, wait we're gonna pay you to do chores or something and then he shows up in season three getting a car oh, wash right. but instead of getting chris's nipple all over his windshield <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so there you go. Uh, Paul's here for the third so time. He's been around, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and John um, Hurwitz did confirm it on Twitter 
uh, and because because he had mentioned Paul, and I, I think he was uh, talking with uh, Drew Cobra Kai kid, and and, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was Drew that questioned who Paul was. I go, oh, so that was him, okay? Because I wasn't sure. Um, anyway, so there you guys go. Uh, there you go. The more you know. Uh, Tori and nope, yep, Tori and Robbie are in the mm-hmm. parking lot, and we were catching the end of their convo. Uh, she's not mm-hmm. leaving Cobra Kai, and Robbie breaks up with her. Uh, Miguel sees Robbie while looking for Sam and decides to go after him. And um, they're they're a little back and forth here. Johnny or Robbie had some some colors of Johnny, which I also kind of caught in season two at the beach club. What is that? Two hundred four. Uh, I believe that's correct. And it's it's where. Oh God, Robbie says something to like Trey and Cruz when he's and it's a, talking to them. Yeah. Yeah, there was something that he says that Johnny has said before, but this is uh, another thing where Robbie says, you don't know what you're talking about, which Johnny says to Daniel all the time, right? When it's a uh, misunderstanding, you don't know what you're talking about. Always Mm -hmm. says that. Uh, But this is where Johnny shows up and tries to say like, hey, we're going to be like friends. (laughs) Yeah, I thought we were like friends now or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then we get the uh, what we saw in the trailer. Uh, right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, so there's see. there's a lot going here. Um, yes, Robbie. So so back to Robbie and Tori. Um, you know he's he's breaking up with her, and like so we know. Like I don't know. Like I feel like we never got Robbie's full turn from Cobra Kai. Like at the end of four, he goes back to to Johnny, and right. um, you know, and that 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 scene there in the dojo and. And so, like, we see him going back to the Johnny, and I guess it was like Cobra Kai didn't satisfy, or maybe satisfy is not the right word, but like he didn't find in Cobra Kai what he was looking for. But um, I feel you, like you think, uh, do you like, think maybe like, he, but we he never saw like his, his opposition. Like, wait, this has made me bad, or something like, or like it was it it was it wasn't helping Kenny the way he hoped it would. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but but like it's obviously now important to him. Um, but like what, what I really like, and I, and I mentioned this in a video on Tori is that like, we, we can deduce now we don't know it. The first time you watch this, you don't know it. Um, like you, it looks right, like right. Tori's just committed to Cobra Kai, but right. we know on a rewatch, um, that she, she's probably, she's now been talking to crease and yes. she's trying to take out silver. And so that's why she's so committed to staying in Cobra Kai and right. it, and this is like really hard out because because she's trying to work with Crease and I, and that's something I really like about this this sequence here is on the rewatch it's a lot better and you because now you can sort of piece this together and you know what's going on so that's something I like about that uh, absolutely and and kind of going back to one of the earlier sequences between the two is is when um, I, I mentioned that Tori changes the subject. Oh, let's let's go to that typhoon. You know, it's because she doesn't want to talk about it anymore. She doesn't want to talk about Cobra Kai. I'm a big girl. I can make my own decisions. You know, let's just let's just do our thing. Let's you know, we're at the water park, right? Right. She's so she, she, she's working yeah. undercover, as 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 right. you know, Crease would say it. So so right. uh, but she yeah, knows what's up. Right. She's at a water park. You know, let's enjoy ourselves. You know, let's right. not lay out in the shade like like some of these other losers. Right, and then. Um, and then moving on to Miguel and Robbie. Now, this is where, like, here or like in the previous scene, is where I would have Miguel and Sam break up, or where where to me it makes more sense. Where if she said, "Oh my God," like, like if she was involved and like they got kicked out, like in the previous scene they got kicked out, 
because of all the karate rivalry. Like mm-hmm. I can see, and maybe she got a little bit more caught up in that herself. Like to me, making that the impetus for their breakup would 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 be a little bit more clear. Like it would give it a, a concrete event. You know, like last episode, it was I had a bad dream and I think I need time for myself. Like it's like okay, like like, yeah, but yeah. like having it having like a very clear event like this fight that breaks out in the water park and, and everyone's going and they all get kicked out. Like to me, then her saying, you know what? I need some space. And this is where she says, I need some yeah. space. I got to get away. Like, I think, I think it would, it would make her, her decision a little bit more clear. You would understand. You would, you would be like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, It, it, it takes away the awkwardness of the earlier scenes where like, they're technically broken up, but Sam or I mean Miguel is gonna like keep chatting her up anyway. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, like so you you can remove that awkwardness. And so that's that's kind of like where I would put their breakup. Um I, I, I do like that. I and and I wonder if it's the way it is because you know, like we we have a Jacob Bertrand and you know, like th- these actors, right? Like we gotta give them something to do. You yeah, know, that's, think, that's part that's of it. Reason, like, and like know? I said in in one of the previous episode, I think a lot of it starts with the Mexico storyline. I yeah. I think for for whatever reason we don't quite know why, but like you know they they came in. It was going to be two episodes. You know maybe maybe that came from Netflix. Maybe they said we're only going to pay you know enough for you to go to Mexico. It ended up being Puerto Rico. You know you're only going to have enough money, you know, to shoot their two episodes worth. You know, so like they Fair, had to write yeah. the season around. I, I mean, maybe that's what really happened. I, I don't Fair, know. Right. I'm just that's just my own speculation. But like, so they had to write it around that, and then they had to make something happen in season, episode three. So they put the breakup in episode three, and that. Um, I mean, it. You know, the the show still works. Obviously, it's fine. Sure. Um, and like I said, like we, I think it's actually a good bonding moments between Miguel and Sam, you know, earlier in this episode, even though they're technically broken up, like it's actually good moments for them, like as a couple. So it's like some of their best relationship moments were when they were broken up. Okay. And we're fine. Um, so that's that. Uh, and, uh, Yasmin and Moon are done. They turn around to leave and, uh, I think that's it for the season for them. So. Yeah, they uh, uh, I guess getting thrown out, you know, they uh, to, yeah, they, they just had enough of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> want to, want to go back at else. that, back at that spawn that in the tank could be. Could be. Uh, I'm trying to think, is it really? It, it, it might be. Uh, let's see here, and then we go back to the LaRusso's home. Uh, Chosen is watching 90 Day Fiance and is uh, really into it. Uh, he has a, a couple of yuhus there on the table, uh, some bugles. <laughs> uh, I, I like those chips. I, I, I think they're a little underrated. Um, I, I guess snacks, I don't know. They never really worked chips. for me, but I don't. No? I guess okay. I didn't eat them much. They have different. But flavors I guess I too. didn't eat them much because they never worked for me. Like, like if I was gonna get like something I don't normally get, I would get the combos rather than the bugles. I like um, I like combos. Yeah, especially yeah, like, the, the pizza ones. Like for some reason, in my head. Those these sort of chip things would be uh, equivalent, like like something I don't really get that were around maybe when I was younger. I mean, they're obviously still okay. around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go get some next time just to see if I still like them. But I remember, I mean, it was either that or 
the the fritos, right? The the, the corn chips. You know, yeah, fritos are, are. Yeah, fritos yeah. are good. I like those, especially the chili ones. Um, all right. See, Cobra guys, we could do food talk too. <laughs> <laughs> food, food <laughs> zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, we love those guys. Uh, let's see here. Um, now, I'll, I'll be honest. The very first time I saw this, I did not like Chosen watching Ninety Day Fiance. I, I felt it made him look soft. Yeah, I think I remember you mentioning something like that vaguely because it was before that before the season came out. You're like, yeah. I don't know if I like because because you were like because John had said we know what Chosen watches on TV or something or like yeah, his yeah, favorite yeah. show or something like right. and and you expressed skepticism about what it is or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah. but but uh it, it I, I think it, it kind of sets up you know for 509 uh, this, uh obviously you know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a in, in hindsight but yeah. when when i first watched it i was just like yeah i don't know and and at that point i was also still trying to figure chosen out i didn't mm-hmm. know you know uh, again on my first watch i didn't know he's going to be in every episode and mm-hmm. that was also i had that realization that he has all the colors of sato mr miyagi and chosen credit too you know so it's it's uh mm-hmm. it's a whole new chosen that i you know i was just kind of uh, everyone has heard me saying i i want more cobra uh, um credit kid two chosen in season mm-hmm. five right I, mm-hmm. i've been championing for that right, and so yeah. in episode four after like a really you know badass fight in episode two mm-hmm. episode four he's watching like 90 day fiance i'm like yeah, what is this <laughs> well this? it was his day off so it is a day off. Okay, that's fair. Like, he, he could take even the Okinawan assassin could take a day off for being a yes. yeah. I mean, he was still guarding the dealership in the home, but all right, that's fair. <laughs> uh, and, and you know what? I'm not sure some people will tell me 90 Day Fiance is, is badass, so I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, um, I, if you say so, I honestly I didn't even know it existed until the show, so okay, I, okay. I can um, think about it. I, I do wonder, like, if that's real footage. It, I'm, I'm sure it is, right? You know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Ask them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amanda, Amanda, and Daniel Storm in, uh, which uh, catches chosen off guard. Now, question to you: Was he embarrassed to have been watching, or turns it off because they're fighting? Um, I think he's embarrassed because he was he was like tearing up, right? Never give up, right? Like well, that's what he, he said. The, yeah, he he does wipe his tears as as he walks up to them, yeah. but he doesn't do it discreetly. I feel, hmm. Un- unless it was just like a blocking thing, and that's just kind of like that's just what we can do, you know? I don't know. Like I feel he would have like tried wiping the tears before he mm-hmm. stood up, but like he's like walking up to them as he's wiping his tears. So. Well, he he okay, yeah. He so he jumps up. Because it's a loud noise, right? And he's on right, guard right, duty. Mid, so yeah, he's he's down. ready to kick some some butt if he had to. But yeah. luckily yeah. he didn't. So then then Qu- he can switch turns back. Out the TV. To, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quickly then, turns off the then, TV and, and maybe he turns it off because yeah, because they're, they're fighting. That could be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because like they're fighting, right? So so mm-hmm. like to turn off the, the extra noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um because because I feel like uh, I mean Chosen has been embarrassed, so but but I mean he's got some some other confidences uh, uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, a very heated exchange uh, between the two. Uh, and at one point, chosen even accidentally slips that they also uh, had a fight at a furniture store. Furniture so just kind of just adding uh, you know fire to the gasoline here. You know, just like oh okay, more stuff I don't know about here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Daniel says you know I mean chosen will handle it, and we, we get that line for the trailer: "You handle it, or or fine, yeah. handle it." Yeah, and uh, 
she says that she's going to take the kids uh, and need some space, you know, mm-hmm. from, all, from all the crazy here and, and steak. So there mm-hmm. we go. Episode you four, go. Downward Spiral. Really it's good episode. Really good, um, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of great sequences. Um, don't love the water park, but, you know, it's just well, there's a you, lot going you, on. You know what about the water park? Um, there's definitely a segment of the fandom that was really, really hyped for it. Um, like I, I had made a video about like the, the water park rumble, like the fight or whatever. It's going to be at the water park. And, 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 and it was really before the season it was like one of the, the hottest things I had put out. And actually I regret not making it sooner. Um, but because I think like a definitely like a lot of fans when they're hinting at a fight at the water park, I think a lot of fans were actually like imagining some insane all out rumble where they're like fighting down the water slides and jumping over stuff and like leaping through the pools and something like something absolutely insane. And and, like fans were going nuts. Like they were, they were getting so excited about that. Like I I didn't actually think that, like I didn't predict something like that at all. I did think it was going to be more than what it was like. I, um, you know, it, it ended up being a, a race down a slide. Okay. It's not yeah, like yeah. an in karate show that's like, uh, okay. Like, I I get it. it. And it's a race down a slide that was rigged. Like, it's not even like a fun race. It was a rigged race. Like, so, All right. so like, and, it, there uh, is kind of some anticlimactic feel to yeah, it, yeah. especially that was built up before the season came out. And, and also to to kind of add to that, you know, the uh, the chanting of uh, calling Tori a cheater, like I, I felt that was a little downplayed. You know, I don't know if that's the right word I, I want to use for that too. I was just kind of like, oh, you know, that 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 could have been something there too. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. Like, you know, the because you know you do your live streams, right? So so mm-hmm. you you get a lot of those interactions with with mm-hmm. these fans that that are not really on Twitter. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean there's, there's the, yeah. you know, the comments, you know, I, I try to read, right. you know, most of the comments that come in and I just, I see what people are imagining and, and right, where right. the hype is. And like, you know, I can make a video about, uh, you know, Terry Silver, and then I make a video about this water park fight. And when one's getting 200,000 views and the other's got 30,000 views, well, guess what people are excited about? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, water so, fight. You yeah. know, it, 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 because like, you know, you, 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 you see some altercations, at the water park from the trailer, and then you see like that sequence with Robbie and Miguel in the parking lot. So you're like, because at first we were thinking, oh, that's that's, you know, that's that's something right after Mexico, you know. So so everyone was trying to like make those connections, and so like, uh, yeah, I, I could I could kind of see that now. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So um, if you don't, if you want to say anything else while I'm pulling up the feedback, uh, we did. Um, uh, so it's a feedback from the companion group, uh, the Facebook group. Uh, just I yeah I about the very end like I didn't expect Amanda to be leaving like when we saw that fight in the trailer I didn't think she was right. going to be leaving um and and I it's obviously a setup for the next episode which we'll get to next week which was a very big surprise so yeah uh, absolutely you know. <laughs> I mean and yeah that's going to be a big episode uh one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. and so very emotional like I I. I, I tear up almost at the same spot every single time I watch that episode and and, and we'll get there. Um, so, okay. Uh, the feedback in the group. Uh, the first mm-hmm. one is from one of our moderators, Jen. Uh, her first comment, Top Gun Johnny. That is all. And she's got a few <laughs> emojis here. Uh, Chef's Kiss, uh, Hot, you know, the 
the red smiling face with the uh the sweat uh, and 100 uh, and also the okay side so uh maybe this was dimitri uh typing she, her. i'm not sure i was gonna say she connects with carmen there but yeah. yeah right right uh to see uh uh Kai wisdom mike p a great johnny episode uber driver johnny is everything mm. that i never knew that i needed his scene with dimitri was fantastic he even received a little wisdom from pawn shop guy of all uh people and i really liked how far his relationship with shannon has come as they both work together to co-parent robbie yeah i mm-hmm. completely agree yeah that's a good one gosh this was just uh this was four weeks ago <laughs> that I put this thread up. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't know it was out that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's so much has happened, though, you know? Like, yeah. but, but I, I, I've i had interviews that I've been putting out, so that's yeah. good, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The next one is from JS. This is one of my favorite episodes. I honestly thought Miguel and uh, Robbie were about to throw down at a water park. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got pretty intense between them. Also, is anyone going to point out Kyler bullying an eighth grader? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, Kyler doesn't discriminate. Doesn't matter. Yeah, how, no, how he doesn't. He doesn't. He's like, you know. he, he tried picking on a fifty-year-old man in the very first episode. So. Yeah. Uh, the scenes, scenes between Silver and Daniel at the auction is a little callback to season four, episode six, when Silver tells Daniel that he's always been a little hothead. Uh, all he has to do is wind them up and get out of the way. Silver Absolutely, is no, yeah. is mm-hmm. no dummy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he knows how to get to Daniel since he's been doing it all season. And then, yeah. I mean, all season, yes, but also he's done it before. So, mm-hmm. uh, and his last comment, finally, classic Johnny line as an Uber driver. Hey, shut the hell up. This is the best part. Shout out to the writers <laughs> for the 80s music throughout the whole badass, <laughs> uh, the whole series. Pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. See, so there you go. We, we like the same line. Uh, uh, Jenny, she comments under there, mis- uh, mistaking Billy Idol for Billy Eilish was the best. So there you go. Uh, Jennifer C, she says, love the speech Lyle gave Johnny, and of course the Top Gun bit and playing with the boys. Oh, and chosen watching Ninety Day Fiance. Uh, I I didn't say it, but uh, I feel a lot of us know. But playing for um uh, playing with the boys is also the song Johnny was trying to sing. Um, uh, from Party Time episode four hundred eight. Just uh, you know, oh, so they right, were, right, yeah, yeah. They were able to get the song, so yeah, he was trying to sing that because apparently he had been watching Top Gun again after the talk with Carmen, mm-hmm. and this is the song that's playing in the her dream sequence. So, mm-hmm. next one is from Cisco. He says, "I thought it was cool to see the actor Christian Anderson back as one of the last Uber drivers. Uh, he played a small part in episode two or season two, episode three, Fire and Ice, when they show up at Miyagi-Do and leave because right. they think Daniel wants to do the chores. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, so yeah they, everyone kind of recognized him, but wasn't sure. But Cisco here, you know, has got, got the actor's name down. I, I didn't even um, learn his name, but I know his character name as Paul. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so there you go. Um, and she uh, added to his comment. Oh, sorry. Uh, do, yeah, no, no I, I finished. And adds, uh, I recognize him too, since it seems he never joined Cobra Kai that we have evidence of. I wonder he recognized Johnny and or what he thought of his new job. Interesting. I, he's never met Johnny, yeah. Yeah, it was only Daniel. And then the, the car met wash. the whole cast by the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be chosen the next season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so somehow. Uh, Dorian says, I love how Johnny thought that the girl said Billy Idol, not Billy Eilish. Love, um, uh, money, 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 money. 
Jenny, she Jenny H, she says, didn't love this episode overall. Um, thought the turf war nonsense with the kids was just filler and unnecessary. Liked the quote unquote wise janitor moment with Lyle and Johnny and the scenes with Shannon and Johnny. So different from them in season one. Silver's manipulation in this episode is astounding and so well played by Tig. I agree. Yeah, we mm-hmm. touched on all oh, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, be, be, before you say anything, if you were going to say anything, uh, Amy added, I like seeing the children act like actual children for a change. A water slide challenge and throwing people into pools is far more believable than a home invasion at school riot. So it was a welcome change of pace for me. Interesting. That's, I uh, mean, they, they, she's certainly correct. I mean, that's this is definitely, even if people wanted an all out water park fight rumble, you know, uh, she's definitely right. It is, it is a little bit more, um, act your age, I guess. And, uh, speaking of parallels, I mean, it, it kind of just reminds me of the, um, the drive-in, right? I mean, I, mm-hmm. uh, we, we saw a still from the drive-in and I feel we all pro- probably anticipated one, but what we got was, you know, sprinklers at a baseball for diamond. Right. Yeah. You know, it's so, direct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Emily B. She shares a, um, a tweet from Billy Idol. Uh, Modi Modi on episode four, a new series of Cobra Kai, uh, Cobra Kai series, sweep the leg. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So Billy Idol. Um, Allie K. She says, moments I loved in this episode. Uh, one, Johnny's conversation with Pawn Shop Guy. Uh, number two, Johnny apologizing to Shannon. This shows major growth. Uh, would you say maturation? I, I would. Uh, three, Tori being reminded that Cobras cheat and seeing that Kenny has already been influenced by Cobra Kai as it was him who sabotaged the inflatable. Interesting. So she was seeing that as, as um, more about Kenny and not her being called a cheater or there's a little bit of both but she's she's seeing it more of like tori's uh pov as it was yeah Kenny i guess like consumed. In, in in fairness to if we look strictly at tori's point of view she could be just also confused in the scene like what do you mean cheating like it was right, a water right, slide right. like like she doesn't know what happened like um so well, and I mean, she doesn't even uh, know who did it. Like, she, like, like, wait, wait, Kenny did it. Like, Eli, yeah. e- Eli. Well, uh, like I, I he think could just e- be saying stuff. Like, well, e- e- Eli is the one that started the chant. You know, it's like, hey, you know, they cheated. Um, I think he knows. I don't remember if he says anything about Kenny, but Kenny's the one that handed him the tube. So, so he knows it was Kenny. I, I don't yeah. remember if Kenny was. Like in the vicinity of him, does he direct anything towards Kenny? Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot going on there for sure. Yeah. But I, I think that was an interesting point here that she she brings up as well. Um, for the shots of the charity event around the pool, uh, little did we know what an important role it was going to play in episode ten. The pool, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Did, and, did, yeah, did, this, did not think about this, that. This and and the you know episode two when chosen goes there are all um, you know vague you know establishing the location. Right, um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it it reminds me of something. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting which movie it was, but it, it's something where yeah, it's it's kind of a you show this us now, so that way you know we can um show you like bits and pieces of something else later as a shortcut because like you've already seen that right so we don't have to kind of show it again later it would just cut it down to kind of 
kind of move it along, you right? Move establish the, along. the location, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So God, there was a really good example of that somewhere. Oh, Titanic. You know, you're, you're walking around the whole Titanic, Titanic showing us where everything oh, it, is. It has, so it has a, a sweeping shot of the whole ship, right? Early in yeah. the, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you like, know, things you like that. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And, um, she, I think she means five. Uh, it says one, but the charity event. I love the time given the season to Daniel and Silver storyline, but it's so tense. Everything building to Daniel and Amanda's fight. Of course, all this created a great balance. Uh, balanced episode. Johnny fixing relationship with Shannon at the beginning, balanced with Daniel rooting his mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, yeah. So there yeah, you go. I love that. Uh, and added to hers, can I just ditto everything Allie wrote? Looking back on the season, especially after rewatching the finale, it's interesting how Kenny is devastated to hear Terry cheated at the All Valley when he had no qualms about cheating here and giving Hawk a punctured tube. Uh, and Amy adds, hmm. I assume it's a matter of Kenny just wanting to uh, fuck with Miyagi Fang, but being upset that their sense they didn't have the faith that they could win on their win, own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, uh, you guys probably have all figured this out already, but, like, you know, I, I'm assuming people have already watched. So that's why I kind of, like, you know, read some of the spoilers or even reveal some. But I try not to get too full in details because we'll eventually get there. But I will I will yeah. definitely reference something that I know we have seen. So I know, like, sometimes, um, you know, I, I think a lot of uh, reviews, I, 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 and I've done this before myself, where I try not to reference anything in the future. You know, um, let's see. Amy has her own uh, commentary. She says, one thing that's been in my head since probably the second viewing is how much Lyle's little speech about family reminded me of the moment in Gross Point Blank when the woman uh, tells Martin about how wonderful parenthood is. There was a very, very similar tone and framing of the whole thing. When I realized that this episode was uh, directed by Steve Pink, it got even more stuck in my head how much the similar so similarities got me. I'm almost positive it's coincidental and not at all intentional since there's no reason to think a movie someone wrote over 25 years ago would influence a small scene in something they were directing all this time later but it's all I'll think of in that scene from now on. Um, no, Amy, I I mean, I've been doing it all episodes. <laughs> right? Like just kind of making reference. Oh, Terminator 2. You know, her connections might be a little bit more valid than mine. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm you know, sometimes it. if you just have similar story beats or similar themes, you know, like like yeah, a scene like in a show will echo and it seems so similar to something right from a movie decades ago, literally. So yeah, um, but it, I mean, it, it uh, clearly is effective, right? Like right. you know, mm-hmm. it, yeah, yeah. So it's so it's a a writing choice. I I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I try not to speak on this as I'm not a writer. But um, let's see. We got a few more. Um, a lot of a lot of these are from and. So, okay, Anne says one thing that drives me crazy is the way Lyle indicates that he has three of anything the way he holds up his fingers like a backward okay sign makes me think of trump supporters uh flashing it in videos in 2020 he did it twice in this episode and it, it well that's and- that's how you would hold up three in europe right with your your middle uh ring finger and pinky that's what he does right that's what he's referring to 
Um, oh, I believe so. Yeah, and I actually made that same reference to Inglorious Bastards when talking about episode two. Right, right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yes. So he did it twice in this episode, and in at least one other episode in a previous season where he tells Johnny he has three locations. How do you show three? Like an OK sign? Uh, or oh, I'm sorry, one like an OK sign. Two index, middle, and ring finger up. Thumb holding pinky or three pinky and ring finger down, like I think many Europeans do. Do you have a palm facing out or toward you? Anyway, it's totally irrational, but it pisses me off every time I see it. Uh, I I wouldn't say I have something like that, but something that reminds me of that kind of it doesn't drive me crazy, but I always um uh I I remember taking it to Facebook years ago because my ten year old son I think he was five and we were counting five and i think he started with his thumb mm -hmm. and i feel most people start with their index finger, finger in yeah their index yeah, finger yeah. Mm -hmm. so how do right. you do it yeah definitely i would start with my index and the thumb comes last but yeah I, i'm trying to remember my my nephew who's like five that were you were doing counting and he did something like that i i don't remember what it is i'll have to ask my sister yeah. uh, his mom it, but it, i yeah, it doesn't like, piss me off. It'll, it'll make my teeth itch <laughs> because it will get my attention. Like, oh, you start with your thumb, you know, and then we'll have that conversation. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I I I honestly I don't even notice. Like um, I guess I guess it's not a, something that 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 clicks with me. Oh yeah, and I'll I'll tell you what. If I ever speak with Matt, that will come up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I, I'm I'm watching the scene as he says it, but like as he's he's like pulling it out, the three like it's like he's gesturing to him, like he's, he like he's gesturing it, almost like he's giving the middle finger, but he's holding up three fingers. <laughs> Maybe it's like fuck you, Johnny, with these three fingers. Well, not, not that, but like, yeah, it's like, just it's like because, part of it's clearly like part of his performance. Like he's just right. like you'll never see these yeah. three kids uh, of mine. Um, she let's see. She adds, "I'm thinking about the implications of Johnny saying his mother's maiden name is Brown. I did think about that, but not too much on it. Um, if we're meant to think that he's related to Bobby, then how? Oh, I didn't even think about that." Uh, then how was Laura so poor uh, before Sid? If Laura and Bobby's dad are siblings, how could he let her be so dis uh, des destitute? Um, how, I wonder how did... if they even made that connection. I feel like they come up with Brown is because it's the most generic name. Like they yeah. were just trying to pick like a generic name. And I wonder if they even realized they made that. Like, I didn't even think of Bobby myself like why right and like we I, just went by it and, and didn't even mention it but like i would mm. have to fact check as well but you know like, again you know came and he, he made a lot of these names like on the fly too you know like john crease you know i think uh well Marco, kim sun young right like i mean it was just something like he just kind of made up and it's now is now a character in the series but like <laughs> right yeah no but but just uh like martin cove when i interviewed him i think he was like my ninth interview and mm -hmm. Uh, I had asked about, I don't, I don't remember the question, but uh, he had mentioned that you know he was just Crease, and he had asked the writer like, well, what's his first name? And he's just like, ah, John. Well, really. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like right. But he there's just a Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, mm -hmm. so, but so what I'm getting at is like when they came, when he came up with Bobby Brown, uh, I was like, I mean, I, I feel like 
the other Bobby Brown was like on the rise as well in the eighties, and that's that was just still too young because Maybe. Bobby Brown goes solo like towards the end of the eighties. Anyway, so yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, mm-hmm. But I I I don't know. I didn't catch the implication. Let's see. Let me read that again. I'm thinking about the implications. But who's implying though? They're somehow related, essentially. And right, then, right, if, right, if they were related, what's what's the deal? Like, but um, I gotcha. Did you like in the event if that's what they are trying to hint at? Like, you know, okay, I got it. Uh, if Laura and Bobby's dad are siblings, how could he let her be so destitute? How did Johnny not have friends until after Cobra Kai? This is, of course, assuming that Bobby is also an Encino kid. Uh, they have no reason to think otherwise based on the credit kid. Of course, his mom's maiden name being Brown could be a complete coincidence. And Johnny and Bobby aren't related at all, which I think that's what it is. I think that like it's it's a very common name, right? So Right. And I feel I, I I know that T B three are extremely patient with the reveals. I mean, you know, Daniel LaRusso not appearing until the end of episode one, John Kreese, you know, the, the finale. Uh all, all of these things in, in, in later seasons, which, which they could have, you know, um, not put all their eggs, well, if they put in their eggs uh, all in one basket, right? Like, I always think about to one of the um, the lines that I never, never thought about as, as an actual line, you know? So in, when I first watched Cobra Kai and in episode 109, when uh, Johnny calls Daniel Danielle, I mm-hmm. chuckled. I was like, oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> because you know, because it is, and then yeah, I rewatched right. the Karate Kid sometime shortly after that. I go, oh, Dutch says that. Like that's not something that I remembered, right. you know. And mm-hmm. um, and also like I stupidly said, uh, when when Tom and I reviewed One Ten, I was like, oh, the Cobras they came in chanting Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. I didn't know they did that in the original movie. In either. the original, yeah, they did. Because yeah. that's that that sweeping shot. Mm-hmm. You, I'm I'm focusing on Miyagi and and Daniel. Like I, I never right. paid any mind. To hey, the yeah, it's it's literally like just in the side almost. It's like they they run right by and and right. and they're shouting Cobra Kai. Yeah, like it's like that's like and that's like, like a great pickup from uh the John Josh and Hayden. You know, yeah. to take that it's, and make it a whole thing in the episode. They're so good, but but like yeah, the, the Daniel thing. That, that that's just kind of like the. Johnny could have called him Daniel at any point, you know, but they saved it for one or nine. So what I'm saying is like, they're really patient, but I, I don't think with like the, a, a brother you know, or, or like familial reveal, mm-hmm. I think would have happened by now, especially like some of or the, it would have been Bob, Bobby showed up. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, in, in season three, when he shows up, like that could have came out during that talk, mm-hmm. you know, at the, um, uh, drunk Johnny walks into, you know, the church. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and has another one. I love that Daniel is in a powder blue suit when his relationship with Amanda fails apart, falls apart, uh, just as he was in a powder blue tux when he broke up with Allie. I think it was Emily or Allie uh, who noticed it when the trailer came out. Uh, Emily added, I did notice the powder blue suit and I recognized it was similar to his prom suit, but didn't remember that he broke up with Allie while wearing it. In the course of the discussion, someone else uh, said that he was in fact in the original prom tux with new lapels per Ralph Macchio, or maybe that Ralph said he had kept the tux and had it modified. But honestly, I think the CK suit was new. Either way, he wore it well. Let's get Johnny one to <laughs> to match. Uh, and there's a few screenshots here uh, of uh, between the two here. It does not look same. I mean, I, I think I retweeted Ali's tweet too of uh, sharing that because they're they're showing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And that is all of our feedback. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody for leaving all the feedback in our group, uh, Facebook group thread. So if anyone's interested, join the group. There's a couple of questions. Answer them. Uh, you know, agree to the rules and, and we'll let you in. And, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff. We make all the announcements, or not make the announcements, but we share all of the announcements of the Comic-Cons. We've got a few other content creators in there as well. Uh, you know, our... Uh, mods and, and admins, you know, they scour the internet looking for all the different interviews and stuff that you guys all might have missed. So it's all in one spot, uh, you know, in our group. So, uh, but yeah, that that's it uh, for Downward Spiral with the, with the feedback and all of that. And another uh, fun episode. I, I can't wait for the next one. We may or may not have a special guest for that. We kind of been mm-hmm. teasing it a little bit. So if you guys picked up on the clues, you guys will know. If not, then I guess you'll have to wait to see uh, the next review. So. Yeah. Uh, watch party you get anything uh, coming out i know uh, i mentioned you just did a live stream i've been on vacation so i'm behind on on my watch party uh videos uh anything you want to uh, pimp out or anything um, people might have missed since we last recorded i put out um a video on season six some uh, a, a little bit of a longer one not not super long but like just just sort of thinking about season six i i wanted to think about it a little bit more broadly oh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think um, so yeah, so like so like that that one just came out. So that's uh something if you were looking and you haven't seen anything uh recent, uh so that's one to check out. Yeah. I I, I didn't see it as in I watched it. I saw that it came out. It I came not, out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh well for me, I mean I'm I'm doing most of my damage here at Cobra Kai Companion. Uh uh Postagic has been taking a huge hiatus, but uh, you know, hoping to throw an episode of uh you know it kind of depends on mariano my co-host over there if uh, if he's able to get in on this weird owl watch and it'll go on both feeds but um the reason i'm kind of bringing up postalgic and stuff like that i am you know uh, i've been thinking a lot about uh you know the companion podcast network which mm-hmm. i have teased like before the you know season mm-hmm. five and i i, th- I think that's going to be more of a real reality after we complete our episode reviews at least for a couple because i think it mm-hmm. just makes sense then and then uh some things to look forward to in the future uh, i have already started you know the social uh, medias for uh, Twisted Metal Companion, which is show run by um, Cobra Kai writer and producer Michael Jonathan Smith, mm-hmm. uh, and so um, he's a feature interview as well. We'll get some updates from him because they are, uh, if if I understand correctly, I think he's done with post production. So that's going to come out twenty twenty three. So that will be on this feed. Uh, Obliterated will be covered as well for sure. And I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of. I don't know if I want to bring Paul Stalgic over on, or, or just kind of like, you know, that's my baby. That's my, my very first podcast. You know, eight plus years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I just want to bring that over or change it into something else. But I also want to do something like a, uh, like a TV, like a, t- like a TV companion. You know, thread to kind of just do like uh, non Cobra Kai Miyagi verse related. Uh, stuff you know right stuff can, that pops up that you want to yeah cover, yeah right? it, they may they may, may not be like full coverages but it's a chance to like kind of interview uh you know actors who stood out to me when i'm watching a show or something that i might want to speak with you know like stuff like mm-hmm. that so i mm-hmm. definitely got ideas for for expanding um and so i just kind of want to put that out there so that that way you guys know that uh because i've been getting like uh this, this is you guys like i've been podcasting for like eight plus years but i'm telling you cobra kai companion is is where like i I thought this was what podcasting was about and uh like even with 
nostalgic. Oh, yeah, I was getting like some some suggestions and, and and whatnot, but I'm actually like getting requests now to to actually cover certain things. You know, like you know, shout out to Ron uh, on on uh, Facebook, and this was actually on on the personal Facebook, not even in our group. You know, I've been talking about Quantum Leap, and he's like, "Hey, you know, you you, you think about doing like a companion type coverage for Quantum Leap?" I'm like, "Man, Quantum, I would love to." But Quantum Leap companion, Quantum Leap. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I was I was originally going to do that for like you know I was going to do that on Podstalgic, but it's just I, I barely have the time for companion or uh, CKK right right now as it is. So right. so yeah, I'm I'm gonna. Definitely put the focus on Cobra Kai right now mm-hmm. until we finish that up. So, you know, baby steps, we'll get there. But the the, the podcast network is a changing or coming rather. And and there's nothing that you guys need to do. It's just going to be some name changes. You know, if you're you're subscribed to the feed, it'll still be that. Uh, I may have to create a, maybe a new YouTube channel, you know, for, for that stuff and just kind of keep Cobra Kai Companion as, as you know, the flagship you know, mm-hmm. s- separate entity because it was its own thing. I don't know. A lot, a lot of things to iron out, but if you guys enjoy listening to us, you know, we'll be here at watch party. I, I will extend some invites to see, you know, to kind of gauge your interest on some of the, these other things in the future here. So, um, you know, uh, I, I just, I, I prefer to work with uh, f- familiar voices and not like seek mm-hmm. out, you know, so I know mm-hmm. when, when Bree stepped down, a lot of people were reaching out like, Hey, I was like, but we've never worked together, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was a thing, but I do appreciate all those offers. Uh, Watch Party, where can people find you if they have not yet subscribed and check out these new shorts that you've been doing on, on YouTube and <laughs> all these other things? This this whole Bobby Brown thing, I think now his name is Brown. Like that, that's the perfect thing that makes a short that probably doesn't mean anything, but it works as like a, a 30 second like YouTube short. But uh, I am on YouTube at Watch Party. Um, the channel you can find it and you can find me on twitter and instagram at watch party one uh so any of those and reach out tweets uh say hi that's fine uh and you can always leave a comment on the video too i do try to read comments that come in so um if you want to leave a comment on the video anything uh by all means tell me what you think and i'll see it then you know a good chance i'll reply all right. And for me, I am on Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod and on Instagram at Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with a K. Again, that's also the website. Uh, I believe I might be one interview behind, but uh, at least 126 are all there. All the links to, you know, your you know, Spotify or, you know, Podbean, uh, but definitely the YouTube um, if there's an audio clip or even the video. All the interviews are there if you guys are uh, behind or or want to catch up or even see who we, who we had. Uh, yeah, I don't want to I'm not going to mention any any names, but somebody had, I, I feel Paul Walter Hauser had came up in a discussion. I was like, oh yeah, I've, I've interviewed him. And the person was like, no, I've, I've listened to all the interviews. I'm like, why? Well, I, I, I have one with him, you know, from season two. So, uh, you know, go back and check out the list. You know, maybe there's just one that 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 you missed. Um, um, at this point, I, I continue to joke that it's easier to count or name the ones that I have not yet interviewed that I uh, that I have tried reaching out to that I've uh, been unsuccessful with. So, um, until the next episode, I tried that after high school. Some of the women got a little grabby. Thank you, by the way, for your fandom. You've been great, man. Everything you do.
you've been along for the ride the whole time, you've been cheering us on, you're, you're really getting into it, you get the fans engaged. So Great. you being here is, is, is important and we really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you. So keep up the good work.